another episode of the What You've Been Watching podcast. I'm your host, the chafed, marvelous Mike Dudley. I got some weird things going down there. Anyway, followed as always by my co-host, cohort, and younger brother, MD3 Marcus Dudley, checking in on you. What is going on out there in podcast land? We are broadcasting live from the What You've Been Watching studios here in the shadows of Adoke Campbell Stadium in the south side of Tallahassee. Hope y'all are doing well out there. We are joined once again by the great Middle Dudley. Go on and tell the people. Matthew Dudley, MD2, here we go. Here we <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want hot takes? Yeah, yeah, here for the hottest and freshest takes. Which he's been slowly dropping his geek bona fides, bringing up like... Uh, from the last episode, like costume designers and like creature designers, and getting and them wrong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Speculation yeah. Podcast yeah. So with your host, sitting right in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We guess things. It's almost like you're locked into the formula. Yeah. Uh, well, we are. We drink and we ramble about things. Pretty much. Uh, well, we are here to wrap up and definitively decide what is the greatest movie sequel of all time. We have put in. Dun, dun, dun. Time, 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 time. I forgot the echo effect. Um, we are putting in the man hours in the field to do the work for y'all so you don't have to. Those are the notes. Those notes. Really that's important. research. Those, that's real research papers paid for by real sponsors like Big Sandwich and other previous sponsors that we won't mention. Um, yeah, I need a sampler box of like sounds like shuffling notes. and like. We've actually thought about it and the last thing you want to give me is a soundboard because I will like use the shit of it. <laughs> Satin trombone into crying baby. If you think I won't turn this into like a, a drive time radio show, you are sadly mistaken. Oh lord! Welcome to BJ in the butt. <laughs> oh lord! Oh, oh, sound like. <laughs> well, until we get that precious soundboard where we can have real jingles and stuff like that, everything will be impromptu and straight from the vocal box, like Biz Marquee. Make music with your mouth. There you go. Um, anyways, we are uh, back to confirm what is the greatest movie sequel of all time. We are doing the, the research for y'all, so when they look back in history, they can say, damn, those Dudley boys crushed it. And we will never have to have this discussion. Canonized, codified, written down those fucking like Hammurabi's code. Those jagaloons. Like the Ten Commandments, etched uh, in stone for all of eternity. We're in lab coats right now, too. <laughs> Black, we've gotten files. Black leather gloves. <laughs> we put liquid paper on a B. And it died. And it died. Uh, all right, so what we're going to do here, we're going to quickly recap the first round of 64. And to much outrage for those of you, I'm sure you listen because you're the Legion and you're diehard fans. Um, we're going to recap. In the first northeast bracket, or northwest bracket, sorry, I'm already fucking it up, see? Uh, the top left bracket, we'll call it. <laughs> uh, we're going to change titles if you haven't paid attention. I'll call, it, I'll call this the tiger bracket. That's the dragon bracket. That's the monkey bracket, and that's the snail bracket. Snails, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. In the gorilla bracket, which I was... Top left bracket. Uh, we had the Godfather 2 go up against Return of the Street Fighter, the Sonny Chiba classic. Uh, Godfather 2 won that one. We had Hellraiser 2, two. go up against Dawn of the Dead, and Hellraiser 2 was victorious there. We had Logan and Home Alone 2. Which Logan walked away victorious. Snickety snarl. We had Skyfall against the Mighty Ducks 2. And the knuckle puck was not enough to overcome the phenomenal sequel. That is the 007 sequel to uh, Skyfall. 
we had the James Woo or the John Woo classic Mission Impossible 2 go up against Train Spotting 2, the Danny Boyle. And we had Mission Impossible 2, the victor there. We had The Mummy 2, the Brendan Fraser great. Uh, Oscar winning. Brendan Oscar Fraser. Winning Oscar Brendan winning Brendan Fraser. Shout out. Uh, go up against Infinity War. Infinity War was just too much for The Mummy 2 to handle. We it, had, it was actually Avengers sequel. Avengers sequel, yeah. <laughs> but we decided it was Infinity War. We hadn't decided yet. We're like, it's one of them. It's one of those two. It was a game time decision. That was the real battle of that one. Which, which, <laughs> which team to play. Yeah, it was a play-in. All right. And we had The Bride of Frankenstein up against The Matrix Reloaded. And Neo apparently was the one in that one as well as The Matrix 2 prevailed. We had the upset of a fucking lifetime, which you should go back and what listen it was. to The Heartbreak. And I'm not even a big, like a huge fan of this movie, but come on. We had The Dark Knight get defeated by Ghost Rider. Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance, the Nick Cage. You heard that right. Uh, Nick Cage. It's some indie sequel. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. I'm sure there'll be a platform for you guys to spew more nonsense. Oh, wait. There already is. (laughs) Uh, In our south... Sorry. Our southwest bracket, we had Aliens go up against Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Lo and behold, Aliens emerge victorious. Yeah. We had X2, X-Men United, go up against Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 prevailed. We had Captain America, The Winter Soldier, go up against Fast Five. Obviously, the fourth sequel to The Fast and Furious. (laughs) (laughs) And Captain America, The Winter Soldier, was just too much to handle. To their credit, it was, at that point, the most fast and the most furious of the sequels. That is true. The other four were not as fast, nearly as furious. We had Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan go up against the all-time comedy classic Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. And needless to say, from hell's heart, he stabbed at the Khan. Khan! was victorious. We had one of Matthew's favorite matchups. We had the Godzilla sequel, which we also wrote down, which we decided was uh, Godzilla v. Mothra. We it's just, a versus and a side of a versus. It's a versus. Yeah. X and Z exhibit in here. X and Z exhibit. Those letters don't go together to form a word. Uh, we had Godzilla versus Mothra go up against the Muppet Treasure Island. Surprisingly, Muppet Treasure Island. Muppets over away. Godzilla. Muppets over Godzilla in the battle of the puppets. Um, we had Blade Runner 2049 go up against 14 seed Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Blade Runner 2049 emerged victorious there. Mm-hmm. We had... Bogus. Yeah, I know. Bogus, bro. Station! Um, <laughs> strange things are indeed afoot. <laughs> um, we had Superman 2 go up against Ernest Scared Stupid. And what happened? Cinderella story. Ernest, scared, stupid, walked away victorious. He did not kneel before Zod. No, he did not. We had the Lord of the Rings Return of the King go up against one of the first blockbuster sequels of all time. Jaws 2, needless to say, the many-time Oscar-winning Lord of the Rings Return of the King was the victor. Of course. And our Northeast bracket. We had Empire. Just leave it at that. Uh, go up against um, Leprechaun in the Hood, which I thought had a true fighter's <laughs> chance there. The Warwick Davis masterpiece, nigh I say. You know what? Had it not been against Empire, it might have stood a chance. Yeah. 
It's a closer game than you might have thought. I really fought for left. <laughs> for <Lemon>. you. <laughs> uh, Empire uh, Episode 5 obviously won that. We had um, a Rocky sequel, which once again we decided was three, so Michael could finally talk about Clubber Lang. We knew, look, we, we figured it out. Some of these were game time decisions. We had uh, Rocky 3 go up against uh, Evil Dead 3 or the Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness armied its darkness of its way to victory. <laughs> that works, sure. Just, just keep rolling, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We had Johnny Wick's Trey go up against Back to the Future 2. And unfortunately, Biffed was outbuffed by John Wick's Trey. <laughs> Uh, we had the James Bond sequel Goldfinger go up against the incomparable Danny Glover in Predator 2. Needless to say, Goldfinger for the second James Bond film in the bracket to win. Turns uh, out he was too old for this shit. He was too old for that shit indeed. <laughs> which Lethal Weapon 3 or 4 maybe could have been on this list too. Because <laughs> 4 has Jet Li in it. Um, Alright, so, oh, Gold- right, yeah. Yeah, so we had Goldfinger outmatch Predator 2. We had a hell of a two Titans matchup here in a six seed and an 11 seed. We had the Adams Family Values go up against the Gremlin sequel. Let them fight. Let them fight. And indeed, the Adams Family Value, which is very valued here uh, at What You've Been Watching. It's about family. It is about family and their values. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Adams Family uh, Family Values won that one. We had Spider-Man 2 and the Sam Raimi classic go up against the Karate Kid 3. Needless to say, he waxed off his way to the loser circle. And Spider-Man 2 emerged victorious there. We had Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade go up against the incomparable Scooby-Doo Monsters Island. Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Island. And uh, Indiana Jones won that one in the Last Crusade. We had Mad Max Fury Road in the 2 seed go up against the Devil's Rejects. And we witnessed. And we witnessed. Chrome Bahala for Devil's Rejects as Fury Road was the victor. All right. In our south east. I forget my direction sometimes. The monkey bracket. I don't know which one. I forget which animals I assigned to which ones already. The snail bracket. Whatever. The orangutan. Uh, Big no. ass yard Big puma. Big ass yard puma bracket. <laughs> I am going to name them next time animals. The puma bracket. Usually <laughs> should. We might do that. We got the gorilla bracket. We got the yard puma bracket. We got the we got the slimy snails. It's like Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> yeah, my friend was on Legend of the Hidden Temple. Shout For out. real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, straight up. Uh, anyways, in our south whatever bracket, southeast bracket, we had Terminator Two go up against the greatest name sequel of all time, Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, Terminator Two Judgment Day. Can we just call that now Terminator 2 Electric Boogaloo? That's fine with me. Yeah, we can. Take <laughs> Every it. sequel should be called <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. I mean, unless you can think of something better, which you won't. You'll be okay. <laughs> right. We had 22 Jump Street in the 8th seed go up against Halloween 3 uh, in the 9th seed. Halloween 3, what is the Spirit of the Witch? Is yeah. The, is, wait, which season? Did, of the didn't witch. that already. Was that in a previous one? Did no, that was Hellraiser 2. Ah, Halloween Tressy. We've done the Michael. This was meticulously thought through. There was no. I'm sorry for doubting. No, you're good. This was no way. Was this just a random? (laughs) We needed to fill the bracket. No way. Uh, But Halloween three beat out twenty two Jump Street. We had Black Panther two go up against National Lampoon's Christmas. National Lampoon's Christmas won that one. We had the good, the bad, and the ugly go up against Clerks two. The good, the bad was just too ugly for Clerks two to handle. 
So it emerged victorious. We had Thor Ragnarok go up against Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Both number three in their selective uh, film franchises. And with that, Thor Ragnarok won. We had a battle of the threequels once again. We had Toy Story 3 go up against Die Hard 3. Or Die Hard, what is it? Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Die Hard 2 is what? Die Die Harder? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Die Hardiest. Yeah, Die Harder. Um, Yeah, Die Hard 3 won that one. Oh, they should recast it with Tom Hardy. Then they could call it Die Hardy. Oh, that's brilliant. That is very It takes place at a Hardy's? Oh, (laughs) Die Hardy Hardy. All right. Love that segue. Oh, man. We had a... um, uh, guest, Mar- guest starring Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's Kevin Hart <laughs> for box office numbers. Uh, yeah. All right, we had Desperado go up against Teenage Mutant Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Use. TM- go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. TMNT Two won that one, and then we had Top Gun Maverick go up against Weekend at Bernie's Two, who, in my personal opinion, should have won the whole thing <laughs> by its mere existence. And we had Top Gun Maverick win that one. So, to be fair, Top Gun Maverick is a pretty fucking good It's a pretty good sequel. <laughs> Alright, so as I sip my soda that I'm sure someone's spit in, you're going to have to mm. deal with me. We're going to raise our glasses and focus here. As we break down, we are in the round of 32. So, uh, it's going to, competition stiffens a little bit. We're going to sure, start, sure. we're going to go straight up and down this time. Before we do that, I just want to remind everybody that you can reach us at What You've Been uh, Watching... Podcast. podcast at gmail.com or facebook.com forward slash Dudley Bros Podcast. You can also look for the illustrious art put out by MK Dudley Art. Uh, shout out to uh, Kesta for... Uh, Always Bright. Always Bright. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Also, um, my address for all my, your hater mail is I don't give a fuck. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck yourself, Wayne. <laughs> Matthew's uh, email address is go ahead and enter this 36 chamber <laughs> AOL.com because yeah he keeps the AOL numbers alive um, so yeah what we're going to do now uh, without further adieu uh, everyone's nice and hydrated you're going to hear some ice rattling in this one we're not as listen, worried listen we're keeping it. this one loose we're, we're keeping it nice and breezy we're, set, we're two rounds into this you, at this point you can't ask people to not hydrate themselves when doing the Lord's work for y'all. <laughs> so and keep it nice and breezy and drinky in here. Alright, that being said, we are going to start at the top. At the very tip top right here. Um, top left, we got The Godfather 2 versus Hellraiser 2. Ooh, tough Matt. decision. I'm going to go Godfather 2. As much as I hate to see Hellraiser 2 knocked off by this... Again, this is one of those matchups where if it had been against anything else, I might be able to argue it. But against Godfather 2, that's a pretty tough sell. So I'm not even going to front on it. It's going to be Godfather 2. Yeah, I mean, it, the answer is Godfather 2. And not, again, I'm not that versed in Hellraiser, but I don't think I need to be. And I think my point is, well, I'll, I'll talk about it when the time comes. Don't sure. Worry. Don't but worry. like, Godfather 2 is boring. It's not, though. In my opinion. It's slow. I don't know that it's boring. It's a slow burn. Mandy is is slow. But would you call... In my opinion, I, I mean... You There's guys a love chainsaw me. fight. It, show but me. think of all the shit that we gotta Hellraiser build through to get to that. I right? thought Mandy was kind of boring. I appreciate the fact that like you guys love we it. We had a blast seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just It's kind of slow. and like Also, shout out to Cap City Video Lounge yeah, for yeah. putting on these events. But it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Like I don't think Godfather 2 is Hellraiser boring. Hellraiser 2... 
<laughs> is my vote for I think pretty obvious reasons. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. Well, now tell about it. It's, it's the not pain aesthetic. It's hilarious and fucking awesome. And there is a doctor with like needle eye stock thingies, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like stapled together. It's fucking great, bro. And he has the thing out of the back of his head. I mean, these are all great visual dynamics. I, I'm, what, not, what I'm not gonna. I'm what not gonna. Happens argue. farther too. They discuss things, and then someone gets shot. Right? Listen, I'm not gonna argue that one isn't more visually dynamic and interesting than the other. No, but you know, in terms of you know, being a well constructed movie, Godfather Two is pretty hard to beat. All right, cool. <laughs> That's fine. All right, all right. Let's keep it high. So, Godfather Two is moving on. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll save it for further rounds. But yeah, I can go on Godfather Two all day. Okay, that's my shit. That's cool. Um, I mean, mad respect uh, of, the, of the Hellraisers. It's okay. It's I right. think that's probably the better one. But I'm just gonna cry now. It's all right. It's all right. You have don't of- cry, Christy. Such a waste of tears. That is a different movie. No, that's the first one. It still works, goddammit. <laughs> because it is just the first one rehashed. <laughs> That's why That's it right. got outvoted. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Northwest bracket. This is actually gonna be really tough. Like legitimately. Um we have Logan, the third Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. Versus... I mean, really it's the first Logan movie, but alright, whatever. I mean, technically it in in the Wolverine origin series, it is the third movie. Sure. Okay. okay. We have Logan versus like the twentieth sequel or twenty second sequel, I think. Skyfall. Ooh man. Yeah, that's a hard one. Man, 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 man. Uh, just nostalgia wise, in terms of replayability and what do I want to watch right now, it's gonna be Logan. Just, but that might be my comic book fandom outshining my James Bond fandom. I wish you guys could have seen when I hit him with that. Everyone leaned away from the mic. It's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it high and tight, fellas. Let's look. Anyways. No, I'm with you on that. I um, I fucking think Skyfall is is the best James Bond movie. I mean, it's pretty hard to beat. And Logan is also one of the best comic movies. One of the best movies. comic movies it, ever. It's made. better than The Dark Knight. I'll tell you that much mm-hmm. right now. I remember I lost some friends on Facebook. He's like, I just signed up to your shit, and I'm already disappointed with you. <laughs> I said what I said. One's a fucking editing mess, and the other one is fucking Logan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here nor there, here nor there. <laughs> See, you guys didn't give me an opportunity to shit on Dark Knight earlier. You guys just took all my joy. And like, <laughs> Ghost Rider two, moving on. Anyways, um, <clears throat> but no, I man, I don't. I really don't know. To be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of torn. I'm. You say Logan. I'm gonna say Logan. But again, it it might just be the fact that. I mean, A, that's a really, really well-shot movie, like, in and of itself, you know? Of the entire Log- uh, uh, Wolverine trilogy, that is far and away the best one. It's emotionally gripping, but also, I just, I might be a bigger Marvel fan than I am a James Bond fan. So, I, it, it might just edge it out for me in terms of that. I'm going to ask you a question, Matthew. Yeah. There is one franchise. How big is it? <laughs> There is one franchise <laughs> that over half the world's population has seen. What do you think it is? James Bond. Yep. Yep. So the weight in which Skyfall carries to be as good, I, I'm 
Not by much. I think I'm going to have to lean Skyfall, and that puts you on the tiebreaker, my friend. Can I tell you, I don't really remember Skyfall that well. Um, Which is a knock against it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And because it runs together with... Uh, was Quantum of Solace was the next one? The, the uh, one before the that. one before it. It was Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall. Oh, okay. It runs Spectre, together. Spectre, and then whatever the new one is. I absolutely remember Logan. Okay. I can... I can visualize scenes from that movie and say that's what it looks like this is the colors mm-hmm. this is what was going on here's the story I think I have to give it to Logan fair enough dude I I can't really argue that but again I'm voting for Logan so <laughs> I'm look I'm not opposed to it it was a four and a five seed that just so Quiet. one of them was yeah, gonna was, yeah. Fucking, yeah I'm fine look I'm fine with Logan so Logan is moving on gonna beat Skyfall wow that might be an upset. We might get I don't a lot know. of... I, we, we, we might get some hate really mail on that one. Movies. They're, yeah, they're both really, really Any good movies. sequels at that. Whether or not Logan's a sequel or a reboot, is it? It, it is. It, can, canonically, it is a sequel, for sure. It, because they mention things in Logan that tie into Wolverine right. Origins and the Wolverine. It also so. stands alone. It, uh, I, I agree. I that's agree. also part of yeah. We'll talk about that more. We'll have opportunities to speak yeah. more of hey. Logan. Fury uh, Road coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. In our next bracket, <laughs> we have Mission Impossible Two versus Avengers: Infinity War. I'm gonna go Infinity War again. Like it, as much as I appreciate the action sequences of Mission Impossible Two. Infinity War was to me far more memorable. Like I remember walking out of that theater crying my eyes out, like over, based over who got dusted and who 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 wasn't and who was left. It it was the culmination of almost I, I think at that point you know eighteen years worth of it Marvel was movies, nineteen films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, or eight, I think that was the eighteenth film. So that's like a year and a half worth of movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Since 2008 to whenever the fuck it came out. Uh, that was 2018. So yeah, almost 10 so, years yeah, worth yeah, of films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like nine yeah, years, yeah. yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to edge out Infinity War. Just it, it may, again, come down to my comic book fandom versus everything else. Look, I'm going to say this as a fan of Mission Impossible 2. The answer is Infinity War. But that doesn't take anything <laughs> away from Mission Impossible 2. That's my shit. Go back and watch that movie. Yeah, anyways, mean, yeah. Matt, Dove, you, slow motion, motorcycles, fine. John Woo. It's, it's slept on John One Woo. of these I remember fondly, and the other I have never seen, and probably never will, uh, Mission Impossible 2. Look, it's not a bad vote though, Matthew. Like, legitimately, I will I will champion this movie as much as I possibly can. But I just crossed out my <laughs> Matthew's got his own list. <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, cool. So Infinity War beats out Mission Impossible Two. I think so. I think just in terms of being a better sequel, it's, it's like it, it is. Yeah. Um, all right, this one is going to be a fucking blast because. I already know which way you guys are going to go, and you're fucking both out of your minds. But it's going to be fun to listen to. The Ghost Rider? It's Matrix Reloaded versus Ghost Rider The Spirit of Vengeance. Now, mind you, these two fucking chowderheads, rest in peace, uh, voted Ghost Rider 2 over The Dark Knight. Which, I'm not saying Ghost Rider 2 doesn't have its merits, and I'm not saying that The Dark Knight doesn't have its flaws, but you two are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> as a 
as a sequel, which one is better? Matrix 2, where you get a dumb third movie. Or Ghost, Ghost Rider 2, where it killed the franchise and a beloved character. Made Ooh. it better. <laughs> yeah. Where like, have you seen the first one? The yeah. first Ghost Rider. Hold up now. You're not going to speak ill of my first Ghost Rider. Rest in peace, Uncle Richard, Uncle Bruce Wayne himself. <laughs> I've seen the first Ghost Rider more times than anyone in this room, and I guarantee it. I watched that stomp the yard speed racer on a fucking avid <laughs> rotation. So have I seen the first one? Yeah. Yes, and I'll say Ghost Rider 2 was so bad that they killed the character that when they brought him back to the small screen, they used a different version of Ghost Rider. That's how fucking bad that movie is. And I know you guys love the camp, and it has a place. I get it. But also, Nicolas Cage. I just want to make a counterpoint. Nicolas Cage. Is he really good in it? Yes. Yeah, he's pretty great. Nicolas Cage is good in everything he does. This is what... I'm going to ban Nicolas. He's good (laughs) in... Name one bad Nicolas Cage movie. You can't do it. I can. No, you can't. You just won't believe me. It's, no. There was one thing that... Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, I love Nick Cage. However, there's plenty of bad Nick Cage movies. <laughs> I, I, I've said it a million times. I respect the fact that he swings for the fence. And, and, I, and when he hits, it's fucking brilliant. And I, I respect the fact that he takes a swing. He does not home run every time he's at the plate, though. Let's be very clear here. He, there Sometimes he runs too. So. But he strikes out in fabulous fashion, and there's got to be something said for that. And it still goes in the stat column as a fucking strikeout. Ghost Rider 2, again, has its merits. I, I agree. It's fucking over the top, and it's a anxiety rush, and it's a it's nonstop pedal to the metal. I'll it, tell you what. How many times? I mean, but he's also done that role in, like, eight other movies. Like, Drive Ant, it's... It's well, the same yeah, role. Because you it's the don't same role. you don't hire a Nicolas Cage type, you just hire Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage didn't do that in every movie. He became that for a short while because of that. He wasn't that way in Sleepless in Seattle and fucking a bunch of other shit. Raising oh, Arizona. No, yes, he was. No, he was. Oh, he was. And raising Arizona, he was like that. If you think yeah. he if you think he didn't yeah. look at the Cohen brothers script and being like, I'm just gonna do what I want. You're, you're saying fucking... he he plays the same role in fucking Ghost Rider 2 that he plays in No, Raising he plays Arizona. a different Nick Cage and it's modern Kabuki. There okay, it is. Okay, a different Nick Cage, though. He's played that role in Ghost I'm Rider sorry, 2. Are we like just talking about the dramatic range of Nick Cage yes, and how he are. can play different characters no, in okay. every movie? Right. Are, is that what we're discussing? <laughs> yes, we are. No, okay. We'll get to back, back to the point. <laughs> Watch him backpedal. Watch him no, backpedal. No, 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 no. No, I'm, you know, he's, I like Nick Cage. You guys are making it sound like I don't like him. I, I I'll like tell Nick you Cage. what. We've talked about Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I don't even remember what the other movie is. It's The Matrix 2. I can go on about it if you'd like. Mm, okay. All I right. can go on and on and on. I have plenty of time. No, I look. So you're Matrix 2. I'm Absolutely. Matrix 2, yes. Yes. Michael. Oh, no. I'm not. You, you got to tell me what no, you think No, you is. have to tell me. I'm not going to mm. fucking cast my vote until I can throw chaos into this mix. <laughs> You would actually not be chaos in the mix at this point. Right. At this yeah, point, it's already Ghost Rider 2 versus Matrix 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, look, I really do, regardless of what you want to say about the third Matrix movie is not the one we're talking about. Sure. I, I fucking love the Matrix 2. I think a lot of people, the only reason why they dislike it is, one, because the first one was so good. You're like, you cannot capture, your mind is already blown. And you're like, stuff my mind back in the bottle and shatter the bottle again. Like, you can't, you can't do it. I, I you can't agree. Do it. I agree. So, like, the Matrix 2 was, no matter what they did, was going to be a step down from the first one. Like, it, it was one of the most groundbreaking films. What are you going to do, fucking more slow motion again? Like, Neo is already the one. He already showed you we can fly. Right. What are you going to do, walk it back now? Like, they did that in the fourth movie. It didn't work. Right. 
I agree. I agree. Terrifically. I agree. Like, I agree. So they let it all out in the first one. So, so you're not really making good argument for dude, Matrix Reloaded at this point. No, though. the problem is, is like <laughs> I can't make against your a point against your subjective love for something. Like objectively, I'll admit the Matrix. I understand the flaws with it. You can't zoom out on Ghost Rider two and be like, it's not as good as I think it is. But blasphemy. But it's it's irrelevant. I voted for the Matrix two. What's your vote? That being said, I am going to vote for The Matrix, too. I am oh, also going to vote for The Matrix. I just wanted to wind you up. As, lo- yeah. as oh, much yeah. as we love Ghost Rider, Matrix 2, right. Matrix 2 is a better movie. Yeah. Okay, I was about to like <laughs> It's a better sequel. I'm fine with it now. I was not going to argue if it went through, but I was secretly like, you guys are out of your fucking just, mind. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually get that worked up. It was not even really speak that much on The Matrix 2 either. I was mostly just like, you guys are out of your fucking mind. Can we have an honest conversation? It was really what I was pleading for there. <laughs> I plead for sanity and reason. <laughs> Which I'm on the wrong podcast right? <laughs> Anyways, Matrix 2 barely moves on. <laughs> barely, Ever so slightly. In a buzzer beater fashion. Listen, if Nick Cage had pissed fire one more time in that movie, it would have been a Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. It would look, Ghost Rider Spirit of 2, whatever it was called. <laughs> was Spirit fine of when, Vengeance of 2 of, of... Was fine when it was called Crank. <laughs> Same. Oh, can we, why is not Crank high voltage on here? We, look, it, substitute that. It for, made it made the honorable mentions. We it, talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> look, it's it's the same thing as Ghost Rider though. It's, Wild card, crank two high voltage. Yeah, yeah, somebody storms the court. Comes in with a chair. Yeah. <laughs> All right, just coked out of his mind. Jason stays through with the fucking chair, playing a totally different sport. He's playing rugby. <laughs> no, that's What's this in? What's this then? All right. So, moving on to our Southwest bracket. We have Aliens versus Ghostbusters 2. Wow. Which originally, Ghostbusters was going to be an alien movie. Was it? Yeah. But the budget didn't call for it, so they rewrote it. Dan Aykroyd. Really? Yeah. So, it was going to be aliens instead of ghosts? Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, that's the legend of it, at least. Interesting. I did not know. Uh, I'm, still, also, I'm still at for Ghostbusters in general was like a bajillion pages it was like 1100 pages and they edited it down to like a normal script length and it wasn't supposed to be a comedy as well as as much as it was oh right? yeah no Dan Aykroyd is an insane person that like actually believes in ghosts and aliens and all that shit oh, no. and was the whole writing reason... a serious movie about ghosts and aliens or whatever oh, no. the whole reason that it became a comedy was they brought in Bill, Bill Murray, Murray and yeah. Ivan Reitman yeah. to who, who are both comedic writers and they were like Mm, this doesn't work as like a thriller, like horror what genre. What is this movie right. in general? Just question. Right. Um, insane. And he's like, it's my manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you're trying to do a serious, you know, thriller movie, then like, why didn't you get like Christopher Plummer or like Marlon Brando or like serious actors? Like, you brought in Ivan Reitman, Dan Aykroyd, and Bill Murray. And also Ernie, Hud- Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Let's don't, not, also, don't, don't, don't we've already that. made the mistake of forgetting his name. We won't do it again. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, we did, didn't we? That's talking right. about Mr. Terrific. That's yeah. right. Good callback, Michael. Well done. So, back. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Ghostbusters two <laughs> and Aliens. Uh, I'm gonna edge out Alien. I think Aliens is might be the better sequel. Um, again, it, it does the exact thing of taking the lore and the mythology of the first movie and expanding on it just ever so slightly 
giving us the, the same beats and, and the same things that we came to love and appreciate about the first one, but also just a little bit more and taking it in just a slightly different direction. Yeah, um, it's a really weird matchup because they they both have similar problems with it where they mm-hmm. want to rebottle that lightning of the first movie. Right. And one movie gave a shit and the other one did not. Right. Um, James Cameron and Aliens do absolutely give, gave a shit, right? Like coming off of Ridley Scott, Ghostbusters 2, they just wanted to fucking cash grab that shit as much as possible sure and make as much money a bajillion dollars i have to give it to aliens i mean i'm inclined to agree for the same reasons at least aliens was a alien was a horror movie and james cameron was like i'm not gonna fucking i'll just right. make an action movie it's yeah. still scary but yeah like fuck it let's just do that so i'm i'm with you uh i've seen ghostbusters 2 a lot many many more times yeah though. yeah a lot yeah. but aliens is going up for the win on this I mean, and, and especially in, in terms of both being quotable movies, sure. I, I think there are just as many. I think the Aliens quotes are a little bit more deep cuts, whereas yeah. Ghostbusters 2 is a lot more superficial. You know, like, hey, Vasquez, what's it feel like to be a man? I don't I don't know, Hicks. You tell me. What's it feel like to be a woman? Also, you know. Bill Paxton again, cooking up Pete himself. There you go. Yeah, man. Again, only actor to ever be killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien. That should. I would want that and on my... And a serial killer on an island. And a serial killer on an island. I would want that on my tombstone. Me too. Like, legitimately. Right. Either way. Okay. Aliens moves on. Um, in our next matchup, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier, versus Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan. See, this is a tough one for me because of the Marvel movies, I think that I think that uh, Winter Soldier is probably top tier Marvel movie. It's it's pretty it hard to beat. It's a tight political intrigue thriller. On it's on level with at least one of the mid level James Bond movies. Um, it it combines a really good act, action aesthetic. Also, Chris Evans is deliciously yummy in it the entire time. Sebastian Stan looks great. One of my favorite characters, the Winter Soldier, finally brought to you know brought to life uh, on the big screen. Uh, it's hard for me to vote against that one. I might go Captain America on this one. I'm, I I don't feel a hundred percent confident in it. But this is a no wrong answer scenario. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay, I'm going to make a plea, and, and this is, I'm going to vote Wrath of Khan, but I'm going to tell you why. All right? Sure. And please. this has nothing to do, I agree, everything you said, Captain America is my second favorite, or uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Soldier is my second favorite Marvel movie. It's Iron Man is one, and that is two. Sure. Thor is three. Thor three is three. What I'll say about Star Trek two, Wrath of Khan, is it slow? Yes. Very mm-hmm. slow. It drags absolutely. But if you want to know what a better sequel is, go back and watch Captain America 1. Pretty fucking watchable. Sure. Go back and watch Star Trek 1. Really fucking unwatchable. It's, See, it's I, pretty, I, I never really had a problem with, with it's Star Trek really 1. It's really fucking it, boring. It's, 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 it, it's a lot of 
toys floating on a black screen in space. Sure, like, sure, but also it, 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 it's definitely more exposition and tell me more than show me, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because they get into really deep philosophical conversations and so, like, I don't know. I I don't have a, as big a problem with the first Star Trek movie as most people do. But but you can agree. I, I that, agree. That the it, leap it is in, slow. That yes. the, hold on, hold on. But that the leap in quality between Star Trek 1 and Star Trek 2 is far greater than the leap... In quality between Captain America one and Winter Soldier, I would buy that. Yes, that's I, that's I, I the would, I would only reason I'm voting for Khan. I, I would agree with that. Yes, just in terms of the complete tonal shift from Star Trek one to start Star Trek two, Wrath of Khan is basically like an extended episode of the original series. Yeah, which love it or hate it, that's what you get, and that's what people you know drew people in. Yeah. Whereas Winter Soldier is just more of a Again, like it, it gives me everything I want in a sequel in terms of the things that I loved in the original movie, but we're going to expand the sandbox just a little bit and draw a little bit more intrigue, a little bit more depth of character, a little bit more depth of lore into the whole storyline. Does that do it in Star Trek II? I think, I think to enjoy Star Trek II, you've got to be a really good, like hardcore Trekkie fan. Whereas you can watch Captain America Winter Soldier having never seen any Marvel movie before and still enjoy it. It's on me. No, no, I mean, it is, but hang on. You're you're right, though. And we've also talked about the fact that our favorite comic book movies are the ones that work outside of the comic book realm. For example, Logan is a Western. It just happens to have superheroes. Captain America the Winter Soldier is a spy thriller in a political intrigue film that just happens to have... Right. Captain America. Right. That said, I still think the leap in quality between one and two, between Star Trek one and two, is is that good. Again, I, Star Trek one is boring as shit to me. You, you've, you've made a good argument. I, I can't argue with any right, of the right. points you've said. So it, I'm I'm Wrath of Khan, but it is in no way does that take away from Captain sure. America. Uh, so it's on me. Yes, sir. Yes, yep. sir. Uh, okay, so Cap 2, uh, intro done by David Mack. Um, fucking great. He's awesome. By who? Um, David Mack. <laughs> he's lean a watercolorist. Tell us. Huh? So lean into the mic and tell us. Um, he's a watercolorist. He did End of Days for Daredevil. He did Kabuki. He did a bunch of stuff. Um, including ah. the animations for Cap 2. I'm sure. Oh, Soldier. Okay. Okay. And actually, like, I'm going to say Khan right now. However, the leap from uh, Captain America 1 to Cap 2 totally different movies because as soon as you get to red school it just gets so fucking campy for sure and wrath of khan does that also where the first one is like they're they're totally different movies right Right. uh i'm gonna go con because it's way more memorable okay uh but shout out to david fucking mac who is amazing that's why we brought you on that was a deep cut reference that was it well done you're yeah, that, that was surprisingly Look at tough. him just dropping his know, fucking bro. cinematic dick on the table. Some comic books in the <laughs> I know, bro. Uh, dude, that was, that was tough, though. All right, so to move on in that bracket, Khan, Wrath of Khan, beats out Captain America Winter Soldier. That's wow. a hell of an upset. That's not bad. That's that was a, a six Well, that was a four and a five again. There you go. There you yeah, go. Well, I'm okay with it. it. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, all right. Now this is fun. I'm, I'm really excited about this next one. This is going to be Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> that is a 11 seed. Going up against the three seed, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. 
Now, I said something that might be provocative to some of y'all on the first one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that again, and I'll see how far I have to go with it because I I wanted to move on. But 2049 is better than the original Blade Runner. Yes, like no, I agree. There's nine versions of the first Blade Runner, and they're all they're all great movies. But I I don't know what the definitive version is. There was one of 2049, and it's fucking good. I so before, I hate to argue with that because I love Blade Runner as a whole. Uh, 2049 is the better movie. But we're going I, up I, I Muppet that, Treasure sure. Island, though. Right. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that frog? Are you really voting Muppet yeah, Treasure Yeah, I really Island? am. Yeah, no. I put any Muppet movie on during any fucking day, and I will absolutely fucking watch it, especially if it's Muppet Treasure Island. Let's go. Uh, 2049's like... Do I want to occasionally look up and see stuff happen? <laughs> that is true. It's mostly Roger Deakins' movie. It, it, is, it, is, it is like cinematography and just like chronal t- or uh, chordal tones. Like Beautiful movie. Um, Jared Leto is terrible. <laughs> Jared Leto is terrible in everything. Yeah, uh, but every scene of Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> Plus Tim Curry. Plus Tim Curry. So, Michael. <laughs> so, before I give my answer, I pose this question to you. If you could cast Blade Runner 2049 with Muppets, who would you cast? Um, yeah. But, 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 here, you gotta keep one human actor. Well, yeah, that's the rules, right? Yeah. Obviously, um, the Blade Runner has to be, like, Kermit the Frog or something, right? So you, you replace Ryan Gosling. Or Rizzo. Rizzo, probably. You replace actually... Ryan Gosling with Rizzo. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, the main character... What, um, what's the name of... Oh, my God. My my Blade Runner references... Decker? Yeah, Decker. Um, the guy that owns the company. The, the big robot company. What is his name? Replace him with a real person, and that's it. The, the Jared Leto character? <laughs> the, here's my answer to that question. The first interview he does, where he's finding out if it's a replica, uh, rep, replicant or not, uh-huh. that would be hilarious, because it's like, obviously it's a fucking replicant, like, everything else in the movie is a Muppet. <laughs> so it's like, interview him with this, like, real questions. You know, Wait, that, so you would, you would replace Dave Batista Or whoever it is in the first one as well. It's, it's, yeah, Dave Batista is 2049. Oh, yeah, then Dave Batista. Yeah. yeah, he would be the real one. And if, if he could play that straight against Muppets being like like subtle eye movements, it's like there is no eye movement. <laughs> that shit would be hilarious to watch. I'm really good at these, by the way. This is replacing Muppets. Yeah, uh, uh, Kay or Deckard has to be Rizzo for me because yeah. he's from New York. He's from the streets, you know. Like that's that's the Muppet you fucking use for that. Uh, I don't know who the human would be. It really doesn't matter. Sean Young. She's so. <laughs> uh, all right. Michael. So, what's your, what's your vote? We got he's from Up at Treasure Island. I'm for Blade Runner 2049. It's gonna be Blade Runner 2049. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had more points. I didn't know if I needed. No, that. no, no, no. It's it, as much as I love Muppet Treasure Island. I mean, it's it's great in the in the franchise, but as far as being a better sequel, no. Blade Runner 2049, again, expands on the universe, gives us more in-depth yeah. character studies. That's hard to argue with, I, but I do. <laughs> he, was, he was like me with Ninja Turtles. He couldn't, he wasn't alive. His body couldn't <laughs> say the words to vote against it. But again, I Muppets, Muppets for anything, so, you know. Okay. Uh, 
we are moving on to our final in the southwest bracket. This is going to be a fun one. Because one of these we're not that big of a fan of. But it's going to be Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay. Versus Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Listen, I love Ernest. I as much respect as I have for Ernest Scared Stupid. I will probably watch that more recently than I will Return of the King. I guarantee Re- I've seen Ernest. Return of the King is more a, recently is a Return of the King. much better movie, just in terms of sequels. Again, Ernest Scared Stupid is a great standout within the franchise. Is it a great sequel? No. I mean, it's the best of the franchise. And Maybe. Lord of the Rings 3 is the worst of the series. You think Return of the King is the worst That's of the series? Movies. There's like four movies in that movie. Just in vignettes okay. in the epilogue alone. There's like <laughs> sure, so sure. fucking much going on. But, yo, um, I'd like to hear everyone's opinion. I fucking love Ernest Scared Stupid. That's not a, an argument for the point. That's just a definitive fact, statement of fact. Yep. yep. And uh, you can that one's uh, should already be in the books that we here at What You've Been Watching fucking love some Ernest. It's actually surprisingly tough for me because I'm not. I thought I was a Tolkien fan. Like mm-hmm. I fancied myself one when the Hobbit cartoon came out, and my friend John got the Cimmerillion, and I would like skim through it and like look at the pig, and I thought I understood the lore, and then like the movies came out, and I realized I don't know shit about it. <laughs> and I do like the Hobbit; the, the cartoon is still the best iteration. The Rankin Bass one, yeah, yeah, that shit is brilliant. Um, so I'm not as deep into the the Tolkien fair as I thought I was, but I still really enjoy that world like a whole hell of a lot. It's definitive fantasy. To be fair, Tolkien lore is like the big black dick of lore. Like, it's a lot to take in. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Completely misunderstood and also their children ruined the fucking lore by like over-explaining it and Uh, yeah. Uh, Like the New Testament almost? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just came in and just... Absolutely. Someone else decided to come. Like, I was vengeful in the first half. Now you got me... (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Anyway. Man, I... Welcome to What You Been Religion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I gotta... Man, I don't know. Because if we're talking personal stakes, I fucking love Ernest. (laughs) But again, in terms of which is the better of the sequels, it's gotta be Return of the King for me. It's... as much as I do love the the Ernest lore, Return of the King's a pretty fucking solid follow up. I'm gonna give it to Lord of the Rings for my vote, but only because I actually am one of the few people I really like Orlando Bloom. I don't think he's an incredible actor, but it's kind of like Keanu Reeves, where I would have done every movie that he did. Right. Like, hey, you want to be a pirate with Johnny Depp? I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I do. You want to be a badass elf that sprays like nine arrows at a time and is like the talking point of every... Like, fuck and yeah, I do. shield surfs down yeah, a like, flight of stairs. That's in The Hobbit. Is it? No, that's no, in well, The Hobbit. No, that is yeah. oh, right. Sorry, I was thinking of In The Hobbit where he does the like, uh, platforming sequence up the like right. broken bridge. The, the Super Mario Sorry. bit. Yeah, I've never seen any of The Hobbit movies. You don't have to bother. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Stick to the Rankin Bass. It's the best yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's why I just... Didn't want to Actually, set up technically, failure. the Lemmy Winks episode of South Park is the best Lord of the Rings episode, Pretty but much. I digress. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to give it to Lord of the Rings, but it's really not by much. Like, this is me really, like, standing on my childhood nostalgia mm-hmm. to, like, try to fit it in a can because <laughs> it's overflowing with Ernest. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really not by much, though. Matthew could say something, but, like, yeah, fucking good point. <laughs> uh, 
I've watched both of these pretty recently. Ernest, you, I watch pretty much every October, mm-hmm. and Lord of the Rings, I watch every Christmas. They stand in my fucking life pretty strongly. Uh, yo, it's a wash for me. I do I have to cast? <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Lord of the Rings. All right, personally. As much as I love Ernest. That's yeah. alright, that's alright. Hey, you don't have to feel good about your decision. You just gotta be honest in your decision. I don't feel good ever. <laughs> uh, just the shining beacon of hope that we bring on what you've been watching once a year, annually. You should do this more often. Whatever, nothing matters. It's all black and void anyway. Yeah. Alright, well we The sun's are... gonna burn out in 3.6 billion years anyway, so who gives a fuck? I don't care. Uh, well, we are we are halfway through, uh, not the entire tournament, but uh, this first round. Do you want to guys take a break? Sure. I think it's our sponsor today. Uh, Gunderson's Nuts. Gunderson's Nuts. All right. So here's from Gunderson's Nuts. We'll see you on the flip side. All right. And thank you from our sponsor, Gunderson's Nuts. Gunderson's Nuts. Try our new vinegar flavor. Well done. Thank you for the sponsorship. <laughs> Extra money. salty. Yeah. Uh, okay, we are going to move on. We are trying to get to the round of 16, but we are not there yet. So we're going to start up in our top right bracket. We have the Empire Strikes Back going up against the Army of Darkness. Mm. So this is a number two in the franchise versus a number three in the franchise. Yeah, but technically... A number five in the franchise. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. Um, I mean, I know my vote. It's hard to beat Empire. It is really hard to beat Empire. <laughs> I, I'm also going to say Empire, but I mean, as far as, uh, as far as the Evil Dead trilogy, I think Army of Darkness is sort of, uh, might be the best one. It's it's definitely the campiest. It's it it knows exactly what kind of movie it is. Yo, and... I that really, I wouldn't fight you on that. However, <laughs> I'm an Evil Dead one. I think I've said that before. Sure. Um, I don't know where you stand on what Evil Dead one, two, or Army of Darkness. Oh, um, to be honest, I kind of have a passing familiarity with all of them. I I know okay. I know I've seen them because my friend Drew Carroll, who's his father just passed away. Shout out to you, Drew. Whatever you're going through, we're here for you, buddy. Um, he would always throw them on at parties, and he got he was really into Bruce Campbell for a while. And so, every party he threw, like every they were just on constantly. And so, I don't really know where one ends and the other one ends. That's fair. But I like them all. I like. Them. I've never walked away. Being Army of Darkness is significantly different from Evil Dead, which is the one where he gets the chainsaw hand. Two. That's two. Okay, that one I've seen the most then. But he still has that in Armory of Darkness. I mean, then probably two or three then. Okay. Yeah, three is the one that takes place in the medieval castle. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, then, then two. Two is the one I've seen the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two is the one I've seen the most. Okay. I think that's my point, is Empire is a superior I know, we second just, film. We just spent all this time talking about it. <laughs> Empire is a uh, superior second film, and Army of Darkness falls off off the second film. For me, personally. Oh, I got you. I see what your point. I see what you're getting at now. I was yeah. Like, Long walk, but yeah, we, got, yeah, we, we, got, we got there. We got there. <laughs> All right, so Empire's moving on. Empire's moving on. All right, uh, our next matchup, right below it, we have a five seed going up against a four seed, it appears. Ooh. We have John Wick 3 versus 007 Goldfinger. 
Now, Michael, you just saw John Wick 3, right? Yeah. Did you finish yeah. it yet? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so convincing. Because I'm on 4 already. No, so I, uh, if you give me a platform to talk 4. Boy, it, it's one like, of those... Have you seen it yet? Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> that shit was... <laughs> yeah, I'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. On an upcoming episode. Yeah, on the next episode, trust me. <laughs> I will be talking more John Wick. Believe that part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 3 was good. It. I think it might be my favorite in that series so far, just because it does a really good job of following the action better than I think 1 did. And I, I like the, the lighting and aesthetic more than I did for the second one. Um, when they storm the Continental, Michael, it is it it's is pretty dope. It, that was pretty dope, actually. And then, uh, yeah, he's getting chased, and he puts his hand like on the Continental just before they're about to pull the trigger, so he's technically on grounds or whatever. It was dope. Uh, <laughs> Safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It was, it was like home base. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then he's riding down the bridge, just killing people with his Ducati. He makes a horse kill a guy twice. Yeah. But does it win over Goldfinger? Uh, I will say that in terms of being much more enjoyable to watch, I think John Wick edges it out. Now, Goldfinger might be a better movie, just in terms of craftsmanship. So that's going to be a tough call. I'm going to say, I think I'm going to go... Goldfinger so quotable. It's probably one of the better Sean Connerys. One of the better James Bond movies. Yeah, I, that's a tough one to beat, man. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go John Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Trey. John Wick. Okay. Nope. You don't need my opinion then, because I. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Goldfinger, and I haven't seen John Wick three. So, John Wick three moves on. Do you have any interest in seeing the John Wick? Oh, absolutely. You saw the yeah, first yeah. One. I saw the first one, and I I loved it, and I put it off really hard. Um, loved it. Yeah. No, I. I'll, you'll hear plenty about it in upcoming episodes. The last, I just watched four, and the third act is just one hour, and it's just like, hey, city of Paris, kill John Wick. <laughs> and they throw cannon fodder after cannon fodder, yeah. and he kills all of them. And yeah. I'm not going to tell you how, because it's in spectacular fashion. And the, there's a sequence in there that is one of the best, and I say this, and I'll talk more about it, but it is one of the best action sequences I've ever seen. I thought about that about three up in the Continental. But four was like, holy shit. But I'll, yeah. So I think three is, is better than Goldfinger, but not okay. by much, actually. Well, it's moving on, so that's good. Cool. Um, okay, moving down, we have a six seed going up against a three seed. Holy shit. We have. These always tend to be the more like. The weird, upsetty ones. Yeah. Um, we have Adam's Family Values versus another Sam Raimi classic, Spider Man 2. You want to start us off on that one? I, I I need time to ponder that. Man, I'm really really biased towards the Adams family. <laughs> I just want that to be said. So you're gonna have to. I'm gonna say that it's Adams family um, because of my personal love for it and Christina Ricci. But I will say what Spider-Man Two. I have to give it a certain nod because it was the beginning of people starting to take comic book movies seriously in a sense of like it brought real themes and real like oh shit like this guy is a human being outside of just the the thwips and the thwaps and stuff like that and they, they kind of touched on it in one but they spent so much time building the character of like hey man we want to see him be spider-man and sure. this one it's like oh shit his life sucks as peter parker and yeah. it still kind of sucks as spider-man and it it did a i think it moved the needle in in terms of like hey these aren't just kitty movies anymore and they still are for family and stuff like that but i think two really made the narrative of comic book movies like 
kind of looked at in a different lens. So for that, I really have to appreciate it. Although technically, Adam's Family is a comic strip, so uh, <laughs> they're both comic they're both movies, comic is what movies. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. I mean, I've seen Adam's Family Values. I watch it every Thanksgiving. I'll say that I watch it all the time. Yeah. I might have to go Adam's Family to be real. I, I think I'm gonna have to, but I don't think that's a shot at Spider-Man Two though. It's think, kind of, it kind of gives uh, Wednesday her spotlight because she's off on her own while other shit is happening. Well, she and Pugsley, but it's all about Christina Ricci in that movie in a way that the first one was not. Yeah, I mean, she definitely was the breakaway star from that. Um, I, you guys are making valid points for Adam's family. But I think that Spider that the Sam Raimi uh, Spider Man Two was was the best version of Spider-Man that we were going to get for a long time because 3 was not great then Amazing Spider-Man kind of underperformed and then Amazing Spider-Man 2 is just kind of like more of the same um, you're right that is the best straightforward Spider-Man movie there is because right. even like the, the newer ones like they're they're brilliant they're brilliant don't get me wrong but like it's very there's like the whole Marvel Universe isn't it this is like a straightforward like Spider-Man movie yeah if you were right. to pick up six issues of a run which is usually like four to six issues you know mm-hmm. and then you're like read that that's what that movie is yeah it's like exactly a exactly. single contained story right 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 and i mean alfred molina as doc ock is intimidating and and a, a practical, vicious, effects, practical effects i mean uh, you, you kind of can't beat that oh man but i counter your alfred but molina then, with one thing raul julia yeah, he's great in that, and he did that while he knew he was dying of cancer well, that and Street Fighter. Right. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. Yeah. Who wants to go home? And who, who wants, wants to go, go home with me? I am Guile from Iowa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's Adam's family. Yeah, family. I have to agree. All right, well, I was going to vote for Spider-Man, so... That's but... cool. All right. Uh, again, I don't think that's a shot at Spider-Man 2, though. No, 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 no. All right, um... We have a seven seed, it appears, going up against a two seed. We have Mad Max Fury Road as the two seed going up against... And The Last Crusade. Matthew, what do you think? Uh, Fury Road is the greatest movie of all time. (laughs) It's so fucking good. We call that a slam dunk in the movie. It's balls in your face to me, like slam dunk level March Madness. That's Carter. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. Uh, we saw it multiple times in theater. <laughs> oh, we saw it. We saw it the same day, like back to back, like literally. Yeah, I, I saw. It, I think with uh, Adrian, and I saw it with Glenn, and then I think the next day we saw it with you. <laughs> literally the next day. No, no, no. I mean, literally that day we walked out of the movie theater, and everybody went, "Do you guys want to go see that again?" And we yeah. turned right around and bought yeah. another ticket. Yeah, any day of the week, I will watch fucking Fury Road. It's it's amazing. I think the only time that that's ever happened to me was when everything, everywhere, all at once came. Well, out. no, that's true. Because me and you thought about it. We're like. That was fucking brilliant. And we both yeah. were like standing in the parking lot like, do you want to see, see it, it tomorrow? <laughs> we're, like, we're talking about like right now. And he's like, I would, I would, but I'm actually seeing it with Adrian again tomorrow. And I was like, all right, cool, bet. Like, we, we both were like looking at our watches like, mm. trying to do the math. Like, <laughs> like how mad is she going to be yeah. if I go see the same movie yeah. twice? twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I got to give it to Fury Road though. It's like a fucking perfect movie, man. And again, it's not a shot at Indiana. Uh, Temple of Doom, I know you like Temple of Doom. Yeah, I'm a Temple Talk of Doom Talk on that fan. for a minute. Cause... 
Uh, well, um, like what, do you like Kalimon? He rips the fucking heart out, and it, it like I, it's too dark for most people, but it's hilarious to me how dark it is. <laughs> like a dude falls off the fucking cliff into a bunch of alley, uh, crocodiles, uh, slave children in the fucking mines. Like too dark for most people. Hilarious <laughs> B movie stuff. Now, okay, so now if. Temple of Doom was up against Fury Road. Would you still have I would still give it to Fury Road, 100%. Yeah. Last Crusade is the fucking B team against Fury Road D. God. It's the Michael Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, Fury Road's going to be tough to beat. I mean, I'm going to give it to Indiana Jones just because I I know I've seen that movie probably about a thousand times legitimately in my life. You did when I would be out playing with friends or whatever. If you had a movie on, it was a high chance it was going to be. Yeah, it was probably going to be Last Crusade. Mm -hmm. I remember that one more than Temple of Doom, honestly. Doesn't matter. It's not moving on, so. Polecats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Moving to our southeast bracket. We have Terminator 2, Judgment Day, versus Halloween 3, Spirit of Ravenga. Ravenga. That's a Scarface reference. I'm going to stop telling you all my reference. I threaten all the time. <laughs> stop. Again, I really do think we should just move on to the point of not saying the reference and just saying the movie. <laughs> people be like, because this is how it goes, Matthew. Is Michael and I say something stupid and then one of us makes a reference. And then somebody goes, oh, what's that from? God forbid we're just creative, which rarely happens. Right. But 99% of the time we go, oh, it's from this movie. So we've And then they end up going, oh, I've never seen that. And then we have to go on a 15-minute tirade about like, oh, well, it's about this. And then the guy says this. And then that's where that line comes from. So now we've just decided that. We watched Galaxy Quest last night. Uh-huh. And uh, Sammy Rock showed up. And we're, we both simultaneously went while uh, Skyping each other. Sammy Rocks! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. On the next episode, we talk about Galaxy Quest and Sam Rockwell again. <laughs> Who's gotten like three underrated performances of the week. I mean, here's a fourth. The man's a Sam Rockwell, famer. Sam Rockwell and Galaxy Quest. Underrated for the week. But we're not talking Galaxy Quest. We're talking Terminator <laughs> 2 Judgment Day versus uh, Halloween 3 Spirit of the Witch. Season. Season, Season of the Witch. Of Sorry, the witch. I fucked it up again. It's fine. Say It doesn't matter. No one cares. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with... Terminator 2. I mean, that's as far as a sequel that is going to be tough to beat. I mean, that's that's probably going to be a top contender at, at, at the very least. I mean, it's a perfect movie and it's a perfect sequel. There's much more action. They ramp they ramp up the special effects. I mean, Jim Cameron once again literally changed Jimmy Cameron. Yeah, you know, we we talk call people on first or last name basis. You know, Jimmy Camps. Yeah, I, man, a lot of people might disagree with me, but. I, I think Terminator 2 is a better action movie, but I think in terms of a movie, I think the first one's better because it's just kind of the same thing again. Yeah, that's James Cameron for you. It's just just hot aliens. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing again, though. But, I mean, the T-1000 was on He just takes the first movie and heightens it and, like, tightens it up a little. Pretty much, he had a bigger but, budget. But how? What's, what's wrong with that? In terms nothing, of, nothing. Like, that's, Absolutely, that's, that's exactly nothing. what you want in a sequel. He, he right? took a low budget movie and got a bigger budget and made a better movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the scene where he comes up out the floor still holds up. Also, mm-hmm. Halloween Three is the sequel no one wanted because it just hate fucks the audience. <laughs> it said, "Hey, you didn't know this. This was an anthology. The other two movies were their own story, and we're different." And everyone hated it. I love oh, it. Yeah. They're like, "Where's Michael Myers? <laughs> it does not exist." <laughs> 
So Matthew, this ultimately vote is convince us to vote against the Terminator 2 because I haven't seen it. So that's really what this setup is. And I'll tell you, I've seen both Halloween 3 and Terminator 2. Had a much more enjoyable time watching Terminator 2. I love Halloween 3. However, I will absolutely vote for Terminator 2. It's just a really awesome movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, there it is. That's going to be a that's, like I said. That, that's going to be a, a heavy hitter to to try and knock down. So plot holes, though. Let's get into that. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm never. I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime with time travel, it's like eh, just take it. Uh, all right, cool. So moving on. Terminator Two moves on against Halloween Three. Season of the Witch. I got to write that time. I think Matthew's taking diligent notes, which we love here. <laughs> Uh, on our next matchup, we have uh, some ones that, uh, it's a weird matchup. Okay. If this was an actual uh, sporting event, this would be a fun one to watch. We have National Lampoon Christmas. Ooh. And the 12 seed going up against the 4 seed, the good, the bad, and there's some ugly in there too. Yeah, that, that one's a little bit easier. It's surprisingly more easy than I thought it was going to be. It's, it's definitely going to be the good, the bad, and the ugly, just in terms of... Putting images on celluloid, that's a pretty tough one to beat. It's a gorgeously shot movie. It's its very atmospheric. Um, Clint Eastwood at his, at his pinnacle. I mean, that's thats pretty tough to beat. I will say that uh, Lampoon's Christmas is definitely a more quotable movie. Uh, and which one do I want to watch right now? Lampoon. Uh, but in terms of being a better movie, or, you know, in terms of, like... A better sequel I, I think The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly Isn't The Good, the Bad, the Ugly technically first in the timeline though because it's how he gets the poncho or whatever None of it matters like it's the same character and it's just inserted into different places much like National Lampoon Right, right He's a man with no name there's no like consistency to the story it doesn't matter it's, oh. like, But yes, technically you are like That's what the theory is The theory is, right is that there is a sequence of events it's just but it was like the second or third in the series, right? Yeah, I think it was the last one in the series. Right, it was, it was third, like release, like on a calendar release. Yeah, it was right, the right. final one to come out. Yeah, yeah, because it was uh, fistful, fistful of dollars, few dollars more, and then good that the other man right. with no name, man with no name, good that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. what is the fourth? Um, I mean, I'll say this: I think the lampoon, and this might be a bowl, a hot take, as it were. I think the national lampoon. I might have said it previously but i think it's one of the best consistent comedy series mm -hmm. it's not all like a plus comedy like oh my god it was the funniest shit i've ever seen but they're consistently like know your audience give them what they want boom 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 and it keeps that up pretty well oh yeah they hit the mark every time so the fact that i could almost substitute any of the other uh national lampoons christmas or uh movies mm -hmm. in there says a lot but i mean it's fucking the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> i don't know what do you think matthew because i'm like I said, I would rather watch Christmas Vacation any day. Any day. It's an easier watch, for sure. Yeah. But um, Good, Bad, and Ugly, man, it's so fucking good. And it's epic. It is so epic. The music, Ennio yeah. Americone, all the way through. Yeah. Isn't that the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, and he did it because it's a spaghetti western, so they had a, a lower budget. So instead of getting a giant, like, John Williams-style band to play, he just used surf rock guitars because it was cheaper and made iconic fucking music for yeah. it. Yeah, that Good sounds point. like it's pretty dope. Good point. All right. So, I, both probably... Matthew bringing that low-key heat sometimes. <laughs> it, it, 
Good, bad, and ugly for me. Absolutely. I'm, look, I'm with it. You convinced me on that last one. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking everything you just said. Yeah, soundtrack. I didn't even consider that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, cinematography movie. across the board, like gorgeous locations. Yeah, like, absolutely. Everything is framed yeah, perfectly. It's gorgeous because I think if I lived there, I'd probably be like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you mean. On camera, it, it, on visit. camera looks good, right? <laughs> like in the Detroit, in the Detroit projects, like it's really nice here. Yeah, it's a visit. <laughs> but it has a lot of close-ups and a lot of like. Uh, far back shots too like really wide yeah, shots, really wide shots um, yeah. it does both very well all the way through and it has that weird filter on it where it makes mm-hmm. everything kind of like brown yellow looking yeah yeah everything looks dusty and hazy um, anywho it's moving on yeah alright cool alright alright so moving on we have two three quills going up against each other once again we have 11 seed versus a 14 seed double upsets. All right. We have Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Versus Die Hard with a Vengeance, a.k.a. Die Hardest of all time. <laughs> die Hardy Boys. The, the Die die Hard word. Yeah. Uh, Difecta, I believe it's called. <laughs> no, why didn't they call it Difecta? <laughs> Patent pending. No one out there steal my shit. Making first movie called Die, and then it's Die Duo, and then Difecta. Don't be taking my shit. That's a... What you've been watching original coming to me. Yeah, it's it's die then die de and then die <laughs> difecta. There it is. See like really. hot shots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Thor Ragnarok versus Die Hard three. I can tell you right now, uh, my vote is for Thor three. Now, I, and I don't think Die Hard three is like a bad movie by any chance, but I, you can tell that even like there's a slow drop in quality. In each of the Die Hard movies, they up the budget, and then it's kind of the same. Nothing. The magic of the first one was long gone. Sure. Thor three recaptured the magic of that entire franchise in a pretty sleepy franchise because like one was okay, one was just good. It was good. Two was not. Yeah. It wasn't terrible, but it was fine. But three was a whole new version of that movie, right? Like, yeah. Sure, it, and that's and to me that's actually what's going against it in terms of moving forward is because it completely redefined the character and maybe for the better but I mean it wasn't the Thor from the same you know from the first two movies by any stretch of the imagination so I mean if you're looking for consistency I mean it's the same old John McClane and now this time they just paired (laughs) him up with it's not though it's not though no no dude by the fourth movie he's launching fucking motorcycles that's the fourth one he still kind of does it in three like there's Doesn't still, number three start off with Danny Glover on the toilet, like with a, a bomb on the? That's lethal weapon. Oh my bad, I do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, three. There's a little bit of that um, where he kind of well, he starts to kind of become a superhero, and in the first one, he's just like a normal dude. Sure. Like, he's not like there's a whole. I'm not trying to bite the article or anything, but there's a whole article written about like. When you watch the first Die Hard, like, yeah, he's in shape, he's muscular, but he's not like Stallone or he's not Schwarzenegger. Right, right, he's a right. regular dude. Right. And like, and by he's a retired th- cop too. Yeah, yeah. And like by three and four, he's like, he becomes kind of superheroish, and it's like, and I and I would say that Thor three doesn't reinvent Thor. He had already been in what one, two, three, four movies by that point, and so it's like they're expanding upon like where would the character pivot to, and he's like already had all this drama in his life and all sure. these other things and it's like what's the best thing you can do and he's like he's running away from his problems and he's living in denial which surprise surprise is what we do here at Legend of Watching <laughs> so I mean Shh, dist- give away the formula yeah, distraction distractions <laughs> and that's it's 
It's kind of handed all fifty one spices and flavors. I know, and it's so. I I think it's more of a continuation. I mean, like tonally, is it a reinvention? One hundred percent. Thor three is sure. So like tonally, one hundred percent. But like, it went from Shakespeare to Flash Gordon. (laughs) Shakespeare to Flash Gordon. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's actually that's really really succinct. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And I, because I mean, two was like Matthew was saying. The first Thor movie was like. It was cool. It kind of changed the formula a little bit in the sense of he has powers and then he gets them stripped and it's like, how do you get them back? Mm-hmm. And most superhero movies are kind of like, how do you get the powers? And then right. how do you... And then it's the, the Jackie Chan fighting from the bottom to the top. You know? Yeah. You yeah. know, you always start low and fight high. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately. And so they kind of flipped it a little bit, but it was also the MCU was just starting. So it was like, everyone's on board. They're like, oh yeah. shit, you're introducing a new character? Right. So you forgive a lot. Plus we get Loki, we're all still like, oh shit, we're getting real comic book Marvel movies now. Yeah. yeah. Continued universe, so, and then two came out and you're like, ugh, I can't hear him talk about, like, this shit is a bummer. And the, <laughs> and, the, and the great thing about Thor 3 is that his life is still a fucking bummer, but he's just trying something new to do it, so I don't know. I mean, I think Thor 3 is the best of the Marvel movies. It's top three in my opinion. Really? Top five, okay. yeah. All in right. my opinion. So where are you at? I, I still I'm gonna go die hard with uh, I, I again I think I think it does exactly what I want in a sequel and it gives me more sandbox to play in you know from from the from the first movie um, kind of expands on the on the lore a little bit but also like gives me something that you know hits the familiar notes but gives me a new twist on them or, or something that I haven't seen before so um, I think Thor, just in terms of tone, is just a little bit too different than than what came before it, and so it's it's sort of you feel like it's a whole new franchise. Yeah, right? yeah, kinda, kinda. Also, a tone that they couldn't keep up. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I'm not worried about the, the fourth movie's not in play here. It's that's fair. Yeah, the, I mean, if we were talking where it went from there, it's a fair point to raise. But like, that's not what we're talking about. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Four. Uh, if you hate four, that's fine. But Thor three still exists. Um. I think I'm going to go Thor 3, honestly. Really? It's just okay. fucking hilarious, awesome action movie. The climb from the bottom to the top is fucking great. I love it. Uh, and that's not to knock Die Hard 3 at all, because mm-hmm. uh, you get the water puzzle out of it. You get uh, It kind of changes the format a little bit. You, like, you don't get Nakatomiya Tower again. Oh, of course, but... You, you... But that was the problem with two was that it was just Nakatomi Tower, but Again. on a plane. Exactly. You know? So yeah. fair point. Yeah, uh, it's Thor three for me. Okay. Well, I. It moves on. Thor Ragnarok moving on. All right. In Chris our, Hemsworth hammers down, hammers down John McClane. Mighty Thunder. Uh, all right. In our final of this round, in our southeast bracket, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: The Secret of the Ooze. That wins. I don't even need to know the other one. Versus Top Gun Maverick. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, look, which one do I love more? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, like, by a fucking landslide. And here's the thing. I don't know if I'm allowed to vote against that. <laughs> I, I'm just being real here. I, I really don't know if I, the words can come out against it. I know at some point it's going to have to. I'm just not sure if I'm ready to be that yet. Like, <laughs> TMNT 2 is such a big part of my childhood. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sure, are such sure. a big part of my childhood. Not just in movie form, and obviously we're not talking all that, but... Like video games, toys, action figures, action yeah. figures like sleep cartoons, bags, everything. Underwears. I got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle condoms. Yeah, I would, probably. Um, yeah, I... They're soft shell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about soft shell. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Um, 
I don't know, man. But Top, you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. Uh-uh. I will say it might. Be, damn, it, I'm gonna just go against everything I said. It might be one of the best sequels <laughs> in terms of like bigger budget, bigger action, more spectacle, same tone. Um, it's pretty tough. It's a pretty good sequel. But I think I'm gonna have to go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Still, I, I don't know if I can vote against it. Honestly, man. I mean, Top Gun Maverick is that's that's going to be another one that's you, you can't really you can't shoot that one down. I will say, I I think just in terms of of maybe a strike against Top Gun Maverick was it was really really predictable. Like you knew immediately all the beats that they were going to hit. You know, like when they land. Well, that's the first one. Like you were just talking about in Die Hard, it's like yeah, we're going to do kind of the same thing again. Yeah, but. And it, it, like, they didn't try to put any type of spin on anything. Like, like it was it was predictable. Down, I mean, literally, I think I saw it with you and maybe Dad at one yeah. point, and we were just sitting there, all three talking about like, here's what happened next, here's what's gonna happen next, Here, and we called it every single time. You know, like when they got shot down and they had to go storm the base, I was like, they're gonna find an F-14 Tomcat in the in the hangar. All and right. they sure enough, find an F-14 Tomcat. Like, very specific things. Like, not not just like general plot, you know, plot lines and stuff like that, but like, we knew all the moments and all the tropes that they were gonna hit, and they hit all of them. Almost to a fault. Whereas, I think that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Might have ruined the, the franchise. <laughs> No, that was three. Well, two, <laughs> two. two made it pretty, yeah. Uh, we talked about two. I'll say this also in terms of your Top Gun, though. It, it's like a kung fu flick in the fact of, like, I, I just need certain story beats. It's like a like a revenge kung fu flick. Mm-hmm. There's certain beats you're going to hit. Right. Somebody can, has to die the first like, ten minutes in. Check this box, right. check that, and... Top Gun does do that. They're sure. like, hey, I don't really care. When are we getting back in the planes? <laughs> right, like, right. And it's kind of like Kung Fu. It's like, oh, when are we going to square up again? Oh, cool. Whatever you need to say, whatever plot devices get me from there, I don't really give a fuck. Sure. I'll be honest with you. Right. It's like John Wick, uh, the most recent line and the other one, which it's like shit happens in the world. And you're like, oh, that's cool. When do we get a gun in this guy's hand? <laughs> right, right. Like, um, just fast forwarding till like oh he's got a knife out cool let's watch this yeah I mean it's and they're necessary things like they build tension you slow it down so you can build tensions for the for the action sequences so like in terms of like oh you're right it is super predictable but like do we really care a little, a little bit, bit. Like, a little bit like it 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 was so noticeable that it was distracting kind of thing like I don't mind getting hit with the same beats um, but to the point where I'm calling out very specific like. Not, not not even just plot points, but plot details. Right. It's 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 a little distracting. Now, mind you, you know, I, I fancy myself a writer, so maybe that's just sort of where, where my head goes, and sort of like while I'm watching the movie, I don't know. Um, it's still going to be Top Gun Maverick, though. <laughs> All right. Just it's a better movie. It just is. I'll tell you this: as I we watched TM, both the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles recently, and one is incredible, still stands up to the sure. day. I think we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, you're well, good. I'm looking up special effects artists. Oh no, you're good. You're good. Um, but uh, one still stands up. Two, as a kid, I never noticed it, but like it, it's not as good as you think. But like the nostalgia still of that, pretty awesome. It's still fucking rad though. Like it's super slapsticky. It's like literally a Three Stooges. I was like, yuck, 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 yuck. It's one of the jokes. <laughs> that is one of the jokes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got like they take their weapons away. They like 
cartoon it, which is fine. Like as a kid, that's what I wanted. They yeah. they gave the target audience what they wanted, but they also folded the outrage because people were mad in Europe that they couldn't say ninjas. They were teenage mutant turtles or something like that. Whatever hero turtles, hero what? turtles, or fighting I don't remember turtles. that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, uh, ninjas is one of those like you can't have that in the title of a kid's cartoon or, or kids programming because it's it, it invokes violence or what have you so they were called the teenage mutant hero turtles oh so, i've never heard of that yeah teenage mutant all right hero turtles. I, anyways man i think i gotta go tmnt too though I, I really do i mean top gun maverick for me what what, do you, what say you oh middleish child and I do give a lot of praise to top gun maverick like if somebody said i think it's the greatest sequel of all time which I, i've listened to i there's an argument for it. Uh, I hate to do this because I fucking um, Vanilla Ice ruins it, but uh, TMNT 2. Um, Goes over Top Gun? I mean, I haven't fucking seen Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me, man? Marcus, I'm disappointed in you. You had you had an opportunity to do the right thing, but you left it up to the uninformed voter. Also, do the right thing. Shout out to Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Do we sure we have it right this time, Matthew? Yeah, yes, we do. Okay, okay, cool. All right, I guess with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles moving on, that brings us to the Elite Eight. I think that's patent. I think that's copyrighted. So we got to come up with we're we're the awesome eight, the the, elusive eight, the elusive eight, the Uh, extreme eight, the extreme post seven. Uh, I don't know. know. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Uh, so we're going to go back up to the top left over here. And it's I have Super 8 because it's uh, movies. But that's a movie itself, though. We could call it 8 millimeters. Let's call it own eight. a fucking format. Yeah, Super 8. That's that's not bad. This is why you bring you in, sir. Yeah, I have the best ideas. I know. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> he said the, humbly. Yeah. What's the O word and then Ocho? The awesome Ocho? I don't the, know. Octonagate. Eight millimeter starring Nick Cage. That's what it's <laughs> That's called. Another great movie. Eight millimeter starring Nick Cage is what we're moving into. Uh, we're gonna go up to the top left. I have a bad feeling about how this one's gonna play out because you I two fucking yeah. goons. <laughs> I just. I already it. love it. This goon to my right, you can't see where we're at, but Michael's to my right. Matthew's directly in front of me. Uh, we have The Godfather Two versus Logan. I I don't I, see. What, what, what would you be upset about? Well, I, it's my own bias is what it is. I mean, to be honest. To be fair, like, I love both of those movies for very different reasons. So I'm sad to see either one of them go away. It's a really good matchup. And if we, my fear is, is that you guys haven't seen The Godfather 2 recently enough to, like, really appreciate it. And that's, that's my fear, to be honest with you. Because I think it want, you might kind of drag through it, I'm not going to lie, just like the first one, it drags a little bit. But like when you're done, you're like, if you really think about all the subtleties that went on in that movie, you're like, that shit was fucking incredible. Like, oh, there no, really I, is not. It's long, but there's really not a lot of wasted shots. No, I, I I would absolutely 100 percent agree with that in terms of it's it's classic filmmaking in terms of it it takes time to like really knead the bread, you know, like yeah. it takes time to really like get you know make sure ne- everything's nice and smooth through so that you can understand the subtleties and like I think you and I talked about the the first movie earlier and we you know we mentioned that it's it's about so much more than what's on screen it's about the lines that they're not saying that it's about the looks that they give the subtle like the subtle implications of transitioning from one shot to another that that 
like fills in the audience, like the, the gaps in the audience mind without having to say a single word. And to inform somebody of a character by showing them their father and showing them the path of, of you were damned to repeat these same things, but mm-hmm. in a very unique way that is incredible in its parallels. It's a, it's a fucking masterpiece of a movie. And plus, like, Bobby De Niro's out there just crushing it. You know, Al Pacino is... is Al Pacino? Al Pacino. hoo Got these booty sweat back in the nang. Um, so, I don't know. That's my fear, though, but... I mean, I think Godfather 2, and I know it's corny to say, I think it's, like, the greatest sequel of all time. I think it's better... It is as good as the first one, and I think it is better than the first one. Godfather, at least, yeah. But Logan is also an incredible fucking movie. So, I, again, y'all, yeah. I've talked enough about Godfather 2. I don't know where you guys are at, but... Uh, you're pointing at me to make a decision. No, 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 no. Just, just in, um, your, your thoughts and opinions. Just uh, like, Logan's incredible. Uh, Godfather is fucking boring. <laughs> really? You think, you think Logan is... I mean, admittedly, I think that Logan is, of that entire series, far and away the best of the, of the, of the series. I mean... Wolverine one was okay. Two was no one. Origins is dog shit. What am I thinking of? The Origins was dog shit. Wolverine is passable up until oh, that's the third one, act. That's the one with the where he goes to Japan. Yeah. Okay. Right. 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 Two right, right. is two is decent up until the third act, and it's like, why is the Silver Samurai a mech? <laughs> right. Right. What's up with Lady Height or Lady yeah. Viper? Like, Bro, why are we doing on? four different good like classic Wolverine stories in one movie? Right. That's what I don't get. But and still not once put him in the costume. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that, like I said, Logan is, I mean, it, it's essentially Lone Wolf and Cub. It's a tale of redemption and loss and sort of, it's it's not the origin story. It's the ending story of a, of a superhero. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a boxer going up for one last fight that he's not 100% sure he's going to be able to win, you know? Um, it, it's almost like, like uh, Aronofsky's The Wrestler or something like that, you know? Like, it's just, it's someone who's trying one last time to, to, to spark before he fades into obscurity. Well, um, I think more than that, it, about his own spark, I think it's a tale of redemption. He's like, I have done some terrible things, which sure. is heavily implied in all the X-Men movies, but they're PG-13, so you can't really talk about it. Right. And yeah, he's killed, he's killed a lot is of people. Is it R also? It is an R. That one is R, yeah. But he's, he's killed a lot of people, and it's like, not just that, like the thing, he's lived... Three lifetimes, you know, of of what we would normally, you know, he's been around since the fucking Civil War, mm-hmm. and so it's like, like the real Civil yeah, War, like not the, the Marvel Civil yeah, War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's him also of like I don't. This isn't even really my daughter, but damn, if I can do one thing, like maybe this helps it go away, mm-hmm. you know. Man, um, but so is on the flip side. So Godfather Two is like I don't want to, but. That that's where all the slow parts of Godfather comes in. Is he's trying to like legitimize the business. He's trying to you know the, the yeah. whole the whole time it's it's Michael Corleone saying we're out we're out you know and so and then of course he has to get dragged right back into it because he has the assassination attempt on his life and you know all that all that good shit. So plus you know super quotable movie in terms of like I know it was you Fredo. Yeah, we'll talk about that. God. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be Godfather two for me. Yeah, but I gotta admit, I'm real sad to see Logan go. I see. I thought you guys. Were, I thought you were gonna Logan. No, no. I mean, just in terms of better movie. Well, what Matt, you got to say, sir? Yeah, oh, I said it, man. You just think that's all? Yeah, Godfather Two is fucking boring. Logan is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, here's the thing. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I remember uh, 
not really getting the subtlety because it was a long fucking time ago. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't watch it, to be honest. But yeah. see, I, I guess when you call it boring, I'm not, I mean, obviously it's moving on, but like when you call it boring, it it is a slow burn. I agree with you on that. And I'm not, obviously your opinion is your opinion. I'm not trying to take that away from you, but um, like it's a slow burn. But a lot of slow burns, it's like like the witch. Oh, I like, like yeah, I like like a the slow witch burn. is a slow burn until the end. Same with Hereditary. This is a slow simmer throughout, and so it's like you get these little morsels of like yeah. I just don't care enough to watch it again. To be I got honest. you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Okay, well, unfortunately, I think if Logan were pitted up against anything, anything else, else, I yeah. think we'd probably move on here. But all right, Godfather Two moves on, and rightly so. I I think that like. I think that's a better sequel. I think it's a better movie. It just it, it went. Logan is a strong contender. It's just outmatched by that movie in every category. Yeah, um, yeah. Big shout out. One of the greatest westerns of all time, Logan. In my yeah, opinion. I agree. and that's saying a lot. Or but, samurai movies, yeah. or or yeah. Damn, it's a combination. I really want to vote for Logan. Anyway, recount. I know. All right, so moving on, we have Infinity War versus Matrix Reloaded. Hmm. I talked first last time, so somebody else take it. Matthew, you got an opinion on this? You want to Michael throw in there? It's your show, man. <laughs> okay, I'll co-host. Uh, hmm. Over the second matrix. See, here's the problem. Here's the problem is that both of these movies are middle movies. Like both of them end on cliffhangers, and so they're they're designed to. Bridge the gap. They're they're almost there to 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 just bridge the gap between the first chapter and the last chapter, like in a weird way, and it, I think that that works to their detriment just a little bit. Um, I think that I think that the Matrix Reloaded does a better job of expanding on the lore, especially when you get into the the architect scenes where he's explaining that you know. Neo is just an anomaly and one that's been repeated several times and we're very well aware of this and we, we're getting better at eliminating it. But then... He said, when he's talking about eliminating Zion, one of my favorite things he says is we have become exceedingly, exceedingly efficient. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite shit. Exceedingly efficient. Yeah. Um, but, I, but then again, I think that Infinity War is a great... Not finale, but it, it's a great stepping stone in the Avengers lore. Like, it's, it's the culmination of, like, at that point it had been, what, 18 movies? 19 movies? Something, something like that? Like, something like... Ah, man. I'm having a real tough time with this one. In my head, right now, if I had to pick one to, like, which one do you want to watch? Probably Infinity War. Okay. So, it... Again, I, I don't feel good about this either way, but I think it just barely edges it out. Matthew, any thoughts, opinions, feelings? Uh, okay, so one of these movies I've seen, <laughs> the usual, um, and it was Matrix Two. Uh, it has Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it does. This is, this is a man of simple principles. Yeah. He is a one-track voter. I mean, <laughs> what well, I haven't seen the other movie yeah. it makes it difficult. Um, you you know enough about it though. I mean, you you know the comic books and everything. Obviously, it's not the movie, but. It ends on a cliffhanger of him killing half the population. Uh-huh. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, for a movie that was, at this point, 10, 12 years old? I, you know, I, I think I'm going to give it to Matrix 2 for that in terrible, that terrible fucking rave sex scene. The what now? Was that Matrix 2? Zion? Yeah, yeah, Zion. Zion. Oh, yeah. the rave sex scene. What do you think? That, that is mean? not what I thought you oh, said. Oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> um... And it is hard for me to vote against The Matrix 2 because I fucking love that movie. 
I think Infinity War is better though, personally. Um, uh, yeah, I think I got to go Infinity War on this one. Any particular read? Like, what what edges it out? What's the? I mean, what's the determinant factor? Really, I'm trying to put my bias aside of the Matrix, and if I do that, you're the only one doing that, by the way. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> no, I. Uh, we are completely biased. No, I know. I. Uh, I don't know. I think Infinity War, when that shit ended, when you're talking about cliffhangers, that was the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers. Sure. It had America like, man, fuck you. Like, and the Matrix had mostly a lot. And I'm not getting the pulse of, of the streets. I'd be listening to the streets, Michael. Right. The streets is watching, as Jay-Z said. Got, Beans, my, you see, got my finger in the gutters. You see, Beans would go get the Roscoe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now, um, and when most, a lot of people left Matrix 2 going, man, fuck that movie. They ruined the first one for me. Which I don't see, but whatever. So I, I got to go Infinity War. Just um, I think I stuck the landing a little better. Okay. So what one? Infinity War. All right. Uh, and here I am drawing Johnny Wicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking studious notes. Um, all right. He needs more guns. I know. We have in the, there. <laughs> in the southwest corner, we have two really, really, really strong contenders. Yeah, we have Aliens. Versus Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Strong contenders each. Um, I actually, this is, again, this is one that's not nearly as difficult as I thought it was going to be for me. I, Wrath of Khan? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be Aliens. I think that uh, I think that it's a better sequel. Um, I mean, of course you get the exquisite Ricardo Montalban. Um, Say, don't we... Hating on Ricardo. No, 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 no. The I one mean, role I know him from. The, the man has uh, the pectorals of a 22-year-old, even though he's 65 in that movie. He is? Uh, Probably. I mean, he's pretty old. I mean, he's at least mid-50s, but uh, he looks great. I mean, you know, I'd back up on it. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Alien, we're talking about... Oh, Aliens, Aliens. yes. Aliens is better. To me, it's a more quotable movie... To me, it's, um, again, it gives me exactly what I want in a sequel in terms of it expands on the first movie with hitting the, the same familiar tropes but also expanding on it. Um, at, you know, instead of just being one alien in a, in a spaceship, now we got to deal with a whole slew of them. Oh, that's why there's the plural. Aliens. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be that. And, and quite frankly, it's, it's one of my favorite action movies of all time. And I'll just say, I think Rathacon at times was really fucking boring. Like, the last 30 minutes of that movie is pretty fucking awesome, but the rest of it's dog shit. I don't know about the rest of it, but there's some slow parts. But I, Look, I'll be real. I've seen, I haven't seen Aliens in many, many years. Many, many years. So my vote is Rathacon, only because <laughs> of my familiarity. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I can make the same argument. I think, what, two to one is the greatest step forward in any sequel ever it's like in terms of Star Trek oh yeah Star Trek 1 is well, yeah, dog Star, it's yeah, Star Trek 1 is it's not unwatchable it's, it's pretty just, close it's just it's just not in tune with the what the motif of the show was like it's so different where they try to do like this weird like religious sci-fi thing and you're like wait it's what toys what floating fuck? against the screen right what the fuck are we talking about V'ger who the fuck is V'ger so I don't know Matthew what do you think man uh, Aliens is incredible um, I it it does a typical James Cameron thing of take a low budget movie, give it a budget, make it better. Like T2 does that too. Then how do you explain Avatar? 
<laughs> Sir. He took all the money that he saved on the first ones. <laughs> he nickled and dimed the studio. Uh, flamethrower mech fight versus a giant Ooh. alien queen. Yeah, that's a slam. Yeah, it's aliens. It's aliens. You're, you're <laughs> Get away from me, you bitch. All right. Aliens is moving on against Star Trek Through the Wrath of Khan. Although I will say, it does... It does. Wrath of Khan is great for that scene where, uh, you know, James Kirk is is standing outside the the tube and Spock's dying of radiation poisoning, and he's you know we have that great line of like you have been and always will be my best friend, and then like James Kirk's like of all the people I've known, he yeah. was the most human. And the bagpipes are playing and shit, and they shoot him in the space. It's one of the most iconic things. Like I said, the last I'm 30 minutes... I'm saying if I was there when he said that as a human, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Literal human right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes more human, Kirk. <laughs> Throw something. <Yeah. laughs> That'd be insulted at a few Just people. flipping over the table in the casket. <laughs> I thought we was friends. <laughs> All right, aliens. Is I let on. you inside me, Kirk. <laughs> Did what we share last week mean nothing to you? I know, right? Fine, go fuck some alien pussy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> shit. He's like, I will. James Tiberius Kirk, motherfucker. I'm gonna get in. I won't watch episode seventy six. I'll do it. Um, anyways, uh, so aliens is moving on. We have a big matchup moving on to uh, this. Will get somebody uh, a little closer. Oh, we weren't. We were in the Sweet Sixteen, by the way. Now we're moving on. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, we were in the Sweet Sweet Sixteen previously. So, oh, nice. sorry. 2049 Blade Runner. Wait, this is Sweet Sixteen still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay. sorry. So not the not the Elite Eight, not but the, elite. the we have time wait, to work on the name. It's the uh, it's the Superior Sixteen. There it is. There it is. Uh, we have Blade Runner 2049 going up against Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Whew. Ouch! You yeah, watch I, both I, of these a lot, man. I, I do say, watch both of these. I think you have some thoughts on this, sir. You want to start us off? Do I? No, I do not want to start you off in general. Too bad. Ever. <laughs> I put Blade Runner 2049 and Lotor 2049. <laughs> we're doing Lotor 3. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, Baby Goose is my boy. Fucking Ryan Gosling is fucking awesome. Uh, Barbie movie, let's go. Um <laughs> I do want to see that actually. I do too. He he looks awesome in it, and fucking Margot Robbie, uh, low tour three, so slow on the last part of it. Like that's like four movies combined into one. See, that's you remember how I said the last thirty minutes of the last movie cooked. The last thirty minutes of this movie are so fucking. This is slow. a hard one for me. I like I want to hear some arguments because I I actually don't think I can pick as flat as I normally can. Uh, I mean, I will I will give you this. Just to just to confuse you a little bit more, you mentioned earlier how like a slow burn movie is sometimes hard to watch. Twenty forty nine is a really slow burn movie. They really, both really, really are. Mm, you Lord like Lotor has the problem of it has all the action up front and then fucking nothing for like an hour. And twenty forty nine is build, build, build. Stuff happens. Quick epilogue. Roll credits. No, no, I, I would argue that it's it's much more of a low simmer than Lord of the Rings is. It, That's at fair. least at least Lord of the Rings, you kind of know like every thirty to forty five minutes you're going to get an action sequence or something happening, whereas uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, is, the pacing is all. It, it's it's just a, yeah. It's a it's a low it's a low simmer and then they'll kick up the heat for just a moment and then they'll bring it right back down. Yeah, and then they'll kick up the heat and bring it right back down. Yep. So. 
in terms of pacing, I don't know. I think Lord of the Rings might be the better movie. Which one is more visually dynamic? I, I don't know. It, it, do, do you like futuristic cyberpunk or do you like elven fantasy? I mean, both are phenomenal in what they do. I don't know, man. To your two points, though. Um, you said that Lord of the Rings is a slow burn. Okay, I, I'll indulge you. I disagree, but I'll indulge you. At least when they shoot their shot, boy, do they go for it. It's yeah, up against do. the walls. They're like, dude, we're, everything you've cared about, in these, it's all coming back. And we're throwing it in a fucking massive battle, and we're going to show you the battle. Sure. And like when he fucking turns to go fight, like, you know, Aragorn in the slow-mo shot, oh, yeah, and he's, he's got the he's radiant got that white going speech about, like, yeah, you know, the, the time of men the time may of, one yeah. day pass, but this is not, not that today. day. That yeah. shit is gangster. That's yeah. some, like, Optimus. It's like the St. Crispin speech in, like, Henry no, VIII. No, fuck, you know? fuck him. It's Optimus Prime <laughs> level shit. Fuck That's him. right. That's right. <laughs> it's Optimus the Prime. All spark will not go out. Yeah. Um, so at least when you talk about a slow burn, it might be afterwards. It is kind of hard to recover. It's kind of like, I've never done this, but, like, you sleep with a whore, and you're like, oh, that was incredible. And then they just hang out, and you're like... Bitch, leave. <laughs> they never hang out. Yeah, so, well, that's not what they're known for. So let me tell you. I'm, yeah, you're right. You, I have you're right. You don't that. pay them for the sex. You pay them to leave afterwards. I forgot that. <laughs> well, that so as one has experienced both that scenario and Lord of the Rings, it is pretty similar. Right, I got to tell right. you. So I mean, you were talking about the visual feast, though. I will say that Blade Runner twenty forty nine did give cinematographer Roger Deakins his first Oscar after like fifteen nominations. And that, something worthwhile. There's something to be said about, like, fucking finally. And just Google him real quick. He shot every fucking thing, and he's done it incredibly well. Um, so I, I got to give a shout-out to that, though. But in terms of, like, if we're talking Oscars, though, you can't really go toe-to-toe. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, I know that's not a deciding factor, but you have, like, three movies that can. It's, like, Titanic, Gone with the Wind, Ben-Hur, and It. And, like, that's that's it. And, like, I mean, Lord of the Rings. Now, at this point, everything, everywhere, all at once. Nah, but... it's like seven as opposed to like 11 or 13. Well, but but it won it all the, the other awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... like all the SAG awards, all the BBA yeah, yeah. awards, all the whatever. Yeah, yeah rarefied air one with the other. But um, in terms of it, though, which one do I prefer more? I mean, I honestly think I'm, I'm going to go Blade Runner 2049. Mm. I, I think that's that's the vote for me. It's visually stunning, and I think it's a better film than, than Blade Runner. I honestly think I'm going to put 2049 as well, just because I think it's... Oh, man, but I hate to do... Again, that's one of those... Yeah. I hate to see yeah, that, one of these go away. I assume your vote's going to be 2049, because you love that Don't, movie. I love both these movies a lot. But also, Big I Goose. love both these movies a lot. <laughs> Elijah Wood. Well, here, Sean let me see. Aston. See, fucking, now, now I'm curious. Uh, those other guys. <laughs> Christopher He's Lee. He's like Marion and Pippin. Yeah, Marion and Pippin. Um, yeah, yo, I I think I'm going to go Lord of the Rings on this one, honestly. I, th- I watch it more often than Blade Runner 2049. However, I do love that movie a lot. I don't see that's the thing is I don't think that's a bad vote at all. Yeah. Like I don't Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm torn because I, I love both of these. Ah fuck. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go I see now you got me fucked up. Yeah, I know. I know. <sighs> I know. I'm gonna go Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's fair. I, I, I think I think I think I think although it it might be a a a, a movie that I enjoy more it's more in tone with my aesthetics I think that Lord of the Rings might be the better 
I think that's a fair vote, personally. Yeah. I, I, you kind of convinced me. Although, on that. No, it's, it's already written. It's, All right. it's, done. it's, we it's can't. etched in stone. We can't do yeah. it. Uh, if you just want to say something about 2049. Anna to Armis. Oh, dude. Anna to Uh We are going to go to our top right bracket. All right. We have, to me, this is more difficult than you guys might make it out to be. Uh, we have Empire versus John Wick 3. Okay. I'm going to stake. I think I know which way it's going to go, but before we do, I'm going to say some things about John Wick just because there's rare times that something becomes the gold standard. Um, John Wick, for lack of a better word, like action movies had become a certain way and it's become very campy. Like what was, what was reigning supreme was the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. And then the raid came out and they're like, hey, we're going to show you the fights. We're going to shoot it really fucking well with a really talented stunt team. And that changed. And then John Wick was like, "We're going to do gunplay better than any movie you've ever seen." Right. We're going to combine everything. John Woo meets the Shaw Brothers meets everything. The, yeah. Yeah. It's and so when people now make action films, they look at it and they're quote unquote hyper realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, there were sequences in the Kingsman and stuff like that. Like Matthew Vaughn knows how to shoot a fucking action movie. Sure. Like the Kingsman, kick ass, shit like that. But John Wick has become that standard. And John Wick three. In one, it was set, and people try to touch with like Jack Reacher stuff like that. The only two that are on top right now in terms of action franchises, and this is Fast and Furious for your campy shit, but that's a whole different thing. Really, it's the Mission Impossibles, and it's John Wick. That those are like what the gold standard of action films are up until Top Gun. John Wick is only in competition with itself in terms of what it's doing in terms of a kung fu and gunplay. It is only in competition with itself. That is why two. Action-wise, is better than one. One is a more complete movie, but three, action-wise, is better than both of them because it is only in competition I think with so. itself. I, I think so, yeah. I think well, I, I would agree that three kind of perfected the formula of, of how the camera works and how the moves and how we shoot the action sequences plus the tone and the lighting. Like I think that was the, the perfect convergence of like, Oh, now we figured out the recipe, you know? Right. And I'm just saying it's it's rare that you get a movie that sets the standard. Where when you watch other action movies, you go, Oh shit, yeah, they're they're trying to do a John Wick thing. And granted, I don't know if that if because of that though, I think it both the first movie is what helped it, but again, the third movie is what perfected it. And so but sure. I mean it's fucking Empire though. That's the issue. It's like John Wick three, I want to give it all the credit in the world. Is one of the best fucking sequels of all, like action movies, everything. It is Jackie Chan. It is everything that you love about it. It's like, hey, camp, we're gonna give this dude a gun, and he's gonna do the one thing you paid this admission for. Go. And so I want to give it its due, but it is Empire. So Empire Strikes Back is really tough to beat in terms of sequels. So that being said, John Wick three only in competition with itself. I think I'm gonna go Empire. Only by I haven't seen John Wick three and it it sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah. And this here's the thing I could I think it's Empire two Empire gets my vote yeah uh, just because it's fucking Empire. There's only like and we'll talk about it as it gets in later rounds. There's some nitpicks I can do about it, but like it's fucking the best of the, of a nine movie franchise. Yes, by far. Like yeah, by far. That's saying a lot. I mean, it, for me, it, it 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 came down to you kept referencing like yeah, but it's Empire, yeah, but it's Empire. Like I mean, it kind of the work speaks for itself. I, I think that in terms of being a sequel, it does again, it does exactly what I want it to do, yeah. and 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 expands on Luke and the Force and sort of his abilities and the relationship with his father. That we get the great line of figuring out you know that Darth Vader is Luke. 
Skywalker's father. There's going to be... Yeah, that, that's a slam dunk move you might want to save for another. Okay. But I, I know what you're saying, though. Right, but right. I so. would say put a pin in that one because you're probably... It's going to go up against a little tougher competition. So okay. Empire's moving on? Empire moves on. I but think again, Empire... I'm not overhyping John Wick 3D, Matthew. I promise you. If you like oh, I action know, movies... I, I know you're not. I can yeah. tell you what happens, yeah. but until you see it, it's all... Oh, no. See, this is a tough one because it's literally, in my opinion, the best of the franchises up against each other. Like, yeah. the, it's the best Star Wars movie versus the best John Wick movie so far. So. Yeah. The last hour of four is the best, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but um, anyway, so Empire moves on against John Wick 3. In our next round, this is going to be... Really tough for me, and I think once again we know our answer. We're getting against some really tough competition against a really big household favorite. We have Adam's Family Values against Mad Max Fury Road. Matthew, thoughts? <laughs> you love both of these. <laughs> why do why you keep throwing it to me, man? You don't have any of your own opinions? Yeah, you got your sauce over there. Yourself. Come on, man. I mean, it's going to be Fury Road. I think that just in terms of again like Adam's Family is a is a great sequel but in terms of just a better movie and which one's more enjoyable it's gonna be Mad Max yeah I mean it's I'm not gonna say my vote yet but I'll say this in terms of what you were talking about Mad Max Fury Road if you ask me which Adam's Family movie I wanna watch I might take a minute to pause if you ask me which Mad Max movie I wanna watch mm-hmm. it's Fury Road Every time, like, yeah, of, oh, you have to watch one of these. Oh, I'll take Fury Road, please. And that's not saying the other ones are bad, but like, Fury Road is that much better than the other three. Like, I'll just outright say it. Uh-huh. Sure, it just is. I still enjoy the shit out of Adam's Family One, so I think it's Fury Road for me. It's definitely Fury Road okay. for me. Um, yeah, I, I like how much can you hype this movie up? Uh, yeah, again. Um, so we'll we'll save some because it's going up against really tough competition next. I'll tell you, we're getting okay. into the final. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, other than that, we have in our bottom right bracket we have Terminator Two: Judgment Day versus the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Like I said, that's why I was always telling you, you don't yeah, want to slam dunk yeah, all your yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, T two v G B U. I think I'm going to go. Ah, man, I think. Terminator 2 might just edge it out, but I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about it at all. I regret my decision immediately. Um, For me, I'm going to go Terminator 2, Judgment Day, man. And there's a lot of flaws with T2, though, but I'll, I'll talk about those later. But Just because it... I'm not saying the other one's not iconic, but damn, like, I don't know. It's tough, though, man. It's fucking the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like... Yeah. I think it might just be a generational thing. Like, we grew up more with T2 than we ever did with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, T2 was one of those things that I think I recognize as awesome because I saw it, you know, on VHS at, as a kid. Whereas, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I had to, like, see later as an adult and sort of really appreciate it. Um, so, nostalgia just might win out on this one for me. What do you think, Matthew? I'm curious. I, I think I'm going to go T2, just because leaps and bounds, th- there's more money involved. It, Good, Bad, and the Ugly doesn't really worry about the other movies in the franchise in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't no, really no, fucking it, it doesn't It doesn't reference them at all. Um, and T2 is more like a sequel. Mm-hmm. So it, it also just like, if you compare effects, literally the same shot of effect where the a robot with like human skin melting from Terminator 1 to Terminator 2, T2 is infinitely better. Sure. 
I think I'm going to go with that. All right. I'm with you. Terminator 2 beats out Again, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't like it either. Like, but yeah. I feel it's, like it's fine. this is the hard This is why we're doing this for the people. Because there's people <laughs> at home right now going, oh, I don't know what to do. Thank you, What You've Been Watching, for deciding for That's us, right. for doing the work for me. We're throwing ourselves on our swords for you. We're, we're doing the hard work, making the tough decisions. That's right. See, we're of the people, like I said. Uh, all right. Uh, final of the Sweet 16, we have Thor 3 versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Whew. I'm just going to say, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Man, this is a tough one. I fucking nope, love Thor 3. Not at all. I For me, I you ask me which one I want to watch right now, TMNT 2. I want to see Toka, see Razor. I want to see Vanilla Ice getting down. I know all the lyrics to Ninja Rap. In all fairness, there's only like a dozen lyrics in, in the Ninja Rap. But I know them all. <laughs> Different words. Most of it's go Ninja, go Ninja, go. In all fairness. There's a quick verse in there, but... You could probably guess it. Yo, it's the green machine. All right, gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen the turtle get down? Yeah, slamming and jamming to the new kid's sound. And that's it. I wonder who wrote that for him. (laughs) Yeah, Suge Knight. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) Probably Um, not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, you're saying teenage mutant shows too? I I think so. Yeah. Mmm. Fuck. I might have. Fuck. I don't like this one. I really don't at all. I'm I, really, I really like Thor three. I yeah. really, really like. Yeah, Thor this 3. is you got to kill. This is a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> um, I love both my babies. I'm gonna go Thor three just to push it through. I okay. think. Yeah, okay. I think it's a better movie. Just to set up controversy. Uh, not really. I mean, yes and no, but I think Thor three is is really that good. And I'm I, also gonna go Thor three. Wow. Yeah. Apparently you guys were not as down with the Ninja Turtles that, I, as I thought. Vanilla Ice ruins that movie. It fucking blasphemy. It, I disagree, but that's fine. It doesn't age. Kevin Nash as the Super Shredder. Need well, I remind you of Super Shredder? That was not my point. I didn't say Super Shredder. <laughs> I said Vanilla Ice ruins that movie. I'm just saying. You talked earlier about a villain coming back with, you know, vengeance, and and he's di- he died from the from the from the. Previous movie, he and died, now he's but got, did he really die? But did Look, he really he's die? And, he's right. stronger and, and now he's stronger than ever, and and he's got something to prove, like that. Yeah, and you get that like ninja bell scene where you have to snatch the bells off because they're doing the like the departed with on, just, fucking just sneaking talking. a ninja into the fucking the, the Foot Clan, right? <laughs> the Sorry, I caught me off guard. <laughs> That's fine. Just keep talking yourself into a vote for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I fucking love TMNT too. I. I it, what it did to the franchise, though, in, I didn't notice it as a kid, but going back, you're like, oh, it took a... It was already one thing in the comics and one thing in the cartoon, and then they played into like, oh, we're merchandising Yeah, this. we're going to do both. It's it's a pretty bad cash grab, which I'm yeah, fine with. I, they got all of our cash and our parents' cash, but like, so it worked. But in terms of a movie, eh, I think it's sort of three. Yeah, I agree. Peak Taika Waititi is hard to beat, though, in all fairness. Like, in all fairness. Yeah, but for me, peak Taika Waititi is like... Jojo Rabbit or something like what that. What we do so, in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, yeah. Anyways. Uh, Alright, so Thor 3 moving on. We are moving into the Octagonal 8. I don't know whatever the fuck you want to call this to push us to the final <laughs> The Ocho. Alright, we have Godfather 2 versus Infinity War. Uh, I mean, Infinity War's had a great run, but it's not going to knock out Godfather 2. Just in terms of a better sequel, I, again, it we, for all the reasons that I've already illustrated, it, it's, it's not going to win. I think to play the game how it goes, 
I think Godfather, and I've never looked at the bracket and said, oh, this one deserves to be here. I've tried to play it as it goes, but like, my honest-to-God opinion is Godfather 2 deserves a spot in the Final Four. It's just, and I'm not saying it has to win. I'm not saying it. I just looking at it over Infinity War, like, Godfather 2 won Best Picture for a reason. Like, it, it's a fucking incredible movie. And not, not many sequels win Best Picture. Yeah, like exactly, exactly. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it a does really have the fucking... Oscar bona fides to back it up. So, Matthew, any thoughts on it or zero? Okay. <laughs> Godfather Two is our first one. Moving on to the final four. All right, this one is going to be fun because I'm I'm not as well versed in either one of these, so it's going to be fun to watch you guys do this. We have Aliens versus Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. My vote is for Legolas because I fucking <laughs> love Legolas in that movie. I love, I, it was the reason I watched. Yeah, he, I fuck with him more than Aragorn. I was like, why can't he be king of men? Oh yeah, he's not a man. But I don't know. I I like Orlando Bloom too. Like I said, if you would ask me, like if I was Orlando Bloom, like hey, you want to be a pirate with Johnny Depp? Like yup. yep. You want to be Legolas? Yup. Like I would have done every right. career move that guy made. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Let's be real, including sleep with Katy Perry, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> A little uh, popular Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood insider, too, yes. But either way, um, I'm gonna say Lord of the Rings um, three, but I'm I don't I'm not as well versed in either one of these as you guys. So I'm, oh. I just, and I, I respect Aliens a lot. I know I watched it a lot as a kid at our Uncle Tony's house because Brandon and Tony were obsessed mm-hmm. with it, right? But I, I just I don't have as well of a recollection as I should probably, which is not it, not that movie's fault. So I don't want to. I'm Again, just more I, familiar with Lord of the Rings. I think that I'm going to give it to Aliens just because by the end of Return of the King, I was so ready for that movie that to true. be over. And I kind of felt like they had already wrapped it up. And like I didn't have that sense with Aliens. I like Aliens actually left me wanting more. Like I, I, I want to see more of the adventures of, of Ellen Ripley. And it kind of ends on this weird almost nihilistic cliffhanger where like she just shoots herself off into space hopefully finds somebody will pick them up or whatever Um, whereas Return of the King just by the end of the like the last 45 minutes I was just like alright cool I gotta pee Um, so I'm gonna give it to Alien just because that last 45 minutes might kill it that's that's fair that's fair um I think I'm gonna go low tour on this one. Um, that this is a hard one though. Um, That's what he said. Because alien. Thanks, guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Aliens is trying to set you up for a third one, and the third one drops the ball. But low tour, even though it's boring, the epilogue definitely wraps everything up in a nice little bow and like it's necessary you can't say that well they could have ended it earlier like as a movie you don't really need the epilogue because we know what the fuck happens because books exist um it leaves you feeling away leaves you feeling what? away like a specific way oh a specific Uh, way okay okay I thought you meant away like distant or something like that well a little because they go off to the lands in the west and shit like that so it has a little nostalgic and then like Mary and Pippi and fucking dance and fucking Samwise gets married and (laughs) like you feel stuff Uh, I think I'm either a low tour on that I think that those are all valid votes so it's one of those like I I can't really complain but 
not the way I would have gone, but I, I, I see your point. Yeah, that was a tough one. Um, yeah. Again, I, I probably should have a better reference for Aliens. I, that might be on me. I just, sorry. I, it's all right. There's a reason also why I haven't come back to it. I've seen Return of the King within the last yeah, uh, five I years. It. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I watched it like in December. So yeah, and I have I couldn't say that I, for Aliens. I was get it mixed up with Alien to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a tough one though. Um, big shout out! All these deserve a spot. Uh, this next one is going to be fucking tough. Let me just tell you Ruh-roh. to push on to the final four. Ruh-roh. We have The Empire Strikes Back versus Mad Max Fury Road. I, mean, I don't think there's a wrong vote here. Uh, I think I, I I would disagree. I think that there is a wrong vote here, and I I want to hear your opinions. But I I've been keeping something in my back pocket about one of these movies that I want to like I I want to unleash now now that it, it might be a, a, a strong contender. So I'd be interested to hear you guys first. Uh. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna steal Matthew's thunder and the fact of. I know Matthew only likes the first Star Wars. He's like it's self-contained. It should in there, right? In a sense. Yeah, oh, yeah, sense. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's my feeling on most uh, sequels and trilogies, specifically, is that they make the one movie and they said, "What if we made three? Yeah, I get it. No, I mean it's it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Will I watch two and three and four and five? Absolutely. But like the first one is. To me, the correct answer. It's like, it. I fucking and, love and, the first Really, it's Muppet Treasure Island. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah! Here's the thing, though, man. It's, I, I think, actually, there's no slow parts in, in Mad Max Fury Road. No. <laughs> and I, I'll say this. As much as it's fun to watch and the characters are timeless, I mean, I mean, timeless, timeless, to the point of one is a franchise, multi-billion dollar franchise, which expanded upon it in the this, in this same movie we're talking about. Um, it drags a lot in Empire. Um, it does. But it's hard for me to vote against it because of the, the cultural importance in which it has. Sure. But I don't think, though, but that's a, fucking, that's a huge piece on the board of, like, dude, cultural importance of Empire. Boom. I, I, like, I agree. It's, spring, it's sprung. At one point, it's just a movie. And, yes, you, could, you can franchise Star Wars, and it could have been the end of that. I mean, obviously, we live in a day and age now. It would have been remade by now. But, like... It became officially a franchise with two. The Star Wars franchise was born with Empire. Agreed. Agreed. And that is fucking really hard to vote against. And not only born from Empire, but Empire took up the ball and ran with it. You know what I mean? Like, again, expanded the lore. We get the more focus on what the Force is. We meet Yoda for the first time. I mean, I, I think you know which way I'm going to go on this one. I I think that Empire might be the superior sequel. And here's the thing. Mad Max Fury Road is kind of a reboot. And so I kind of think it should be disqualified immediately. Because... <laughs> After a, it canceled other it's, it's things. A di- it's a different actor. It's, <laughs> it's a totally different tone from the original movies. I think that in terms of... If we're looking for the best sequel, Empire takes everything that was built in A New Hope, expands on it, gives us a better version of, of the characters' motivations and sort of where they're coming from. It's immediately quotable. There's so many iconic scenes, you know, Han getting frozen in carbonite and saying, you know, like, Leia... I love you, I know, you know. Luke loses his hand, finds out that Vader's his father. Spoilers. 
Yeah. Whereas kind of Fury Road is a little bit just more on the reboot side. So I think that it might edge out Fury Road. I'm Fury Road, 100%. <laughs> why? Over Empire? Why? Road. Yeah, Over Empire, absolutely. It's way more fun. You don't have the, like, the ruining of a third movie. You don't have to, like, there's no cliffhanger, Chrome Valhalla. It fucking expands on the world while doing a different thing. Yes, it's a reboot. It's also the best of the fucking franchise. There's one story in Star Wars, and, like, Fury Road was like, yeah, we have a different story. Here it is. Return but, to the kingdom. But it's it's not. It ultimately it's not. Every Mad Max story is. I got to go from point A to point B. There's a bunch of shit in between. And then back. And then back. Yeah. <laughs> That's Fury Road. We have to return to the kingdom. Well, no, he does the same thing in in, in the uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Is that the exact plot line? Is he's got to go out into the desert, meet the kids, then come back to Barter Town. Cool. Um, it's very <laughs> good just, story, bro. Just hand wave over the good fucking story, facts. bro. Man, I'll say this though, Matthew. The one point he did just say was that he was saying that Mad Max Fury Road is the best in the entire series. So is Empire. Sure, but also the bar after Empire was significantly lowered. Like all the other movies, you could say are really not that good. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe they're not though comparatively. Yeah, but the pod racing theme was pretty cool. It was. It was. I mean, Duel of the Fates is my shit. I'll say it openly. This John Williams though just fucking coming hard and like you you can't hold that to the rest of the fucking movie. I don't know, man. I'll say this: I'm gonna vote Empire, but not for the reasons you think. It's because it was written by Lawrence Castan, whose son Jake Castan directed Dewey Cox. So that's... that's (laughs) You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a niche vote, but I'll take it. Although, you'd be surprised how close I was to just saying Fury Road. You'd be very surprised. Like, it was 51-49. Like, yeah. Anyways. Um, So, okay. Empire moves on over Fury Road. Fuck y'all. I know, man. Did you see my awesome drawing of a Morton show? I did. He's sketching it. Yeah. It really is not by much, though. If we stick on it later, he probably could convince me. Because Empire, well, I'll talk about it. See, it's one of those, like, if Fury Road had gone up against any other movie, you could have made an absolute point. But I think Empire, would, in terms of, of, of being a, a sequel, is pretty tough to beat. I think it would beat both of these next movies. Okay. Personally. Um, in the final bracket for the Elite Eight, or whatever this eight is called, we have, Ocho. Term- yeah, we have Terminator 2 versus Thor 3, which I think Mad Max would beat both of them. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Really? Oh yeah. And yeah. My vote would be for Mad Max over either oh, one. Oh, immediately my vote is for Terminator Two. So much more. Like not even a hard decision. Over Mad Max? I mean, I know it's not the competition. Oh no 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 no. Over Mad Max? Uh, a little bit more. I got to put a little bit more thought into it, but I think ultimately, I think Terminator Two over Mad Max is is the choice. Yeah. It's Thor Three versus Terminator Two. I. I think this is just a bad matchup. Uh, I think it's Terminator 2 as well. Yeah. And I fuck with Thor 3 really heavy. I mean, but it made it to the Elite 8. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. I I kind of agree with you, to be honest. Like, I, Thor 3 is awesome. Yeah. But I agree. But I do think Mad Max would be both of those in a second. Thor 3 yeah. or Terminator 2? Yeah, for me that too. That would be my vote. Yeah, so if it had been a, in a different, different matchup. Bracket, 
hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If there was, I, I would say whatever this is, I would put that in the top five. So in my personal opinion, sure. Uh, whatever the four is, Mad Max is arguably in the top five, which sure. At least in the, like the final eight or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which surprise, surprise everyone. We are down to the final four, hey. which, uh, we are gonna take a break for just a moment from our sponsor. Imagination. And we are back from our sponsor, Imagination. Imagination, do you remember going outside and using sticks as guns? No, you don't, because you've given up hope. Oh, no. Imagination, here to remind you of the youth that you lost. Anyways. Um, remember when you just had a cardboard box and that shit was a race car and a spaceship and a submarine? You built a fort? Yeah. No, you don't. You no, don't you don't remember. No, no. You lie to yourself thinking you still have it. All right, so we are in the final four. This is what separates the adults from the other adults who need to be separated from them. I don't know. You come up with something better on the fly. Racist? <laughs> no. All right, so in our first matchup, we're going to go to our left side again. In the final four, this is a, this is a tough one. Godfather 2 versus Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Made it all the way, defeating their foes. I... For me, it's going to go Godfather 2 just because it's a slow burn. It all pays off in the end. And quite frankly, it was meant to be the ending of of a chapter. Whereas I think Return of the King is a slow burn that pays off in the last 20 minutes and the, or, or the last 45 minutes. And then after that, it's just god-awful. Um and I think that it's it might be just a better film, just in terms of whatever the, the images we see on camera, the tension, the 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 character work. It's pretty tough to beat Godfather too. It's it's. I again, this is one that I don't feel great about. Like I'm sad to see one. But of these Sam Wise got married to a girl, so no homo. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Character development, Michael. <laughs> well, we don't know that there was no homo. We just know that he f- settled on women. They were underway. And you know the rule. <laughs> it's not gay if it's underway. <laughs> oh, that's probably going to be funny. Um, I don't know, Matthew, what you think, man? Uh, it's low tour for me. Really? I mean, sponsored by Imagination, low tour wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I'm. This is weird. I I th- think I'm gonna go Godfather too, though. To be honest, um, and I can expand if you want, or we can just yeah, yeah. Like just just in. why does it edge out over the over Lord of the Rings? Um, over Lord of the Rings, I would watch that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would be a good title. Um, I I mean, Lord of the Rings three is incredible. It really is, and it's such it. it I mean, obviously you can pick apart the differences from the books and the movies, but, like, I don't really know a lot of true fans of Tolkien's work that, like, look at the movies in disgust. Right. Um, most people have a really strong appreciation for it. Yes, would they like to see it a one-for-one shot, and yes, there's DVDs that have all of that stuff on it, but, like, in terms of its adaptations, it it's a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Godfather 2 also took Mario Puzo's book, and it added some things to it. Um, and I'm afraid I'm going to reveal some of my hand on this before it goes up to its final competition, but there's subtleties in that, in the way of it, what it changed 
makes more sense. At least in my opinion, as somebody like, what, as, like what do you mean? It, it, I was gonna try to save it. Okay, but, okay. Um, and if you want to, I can though. I'll just probably just, say it just again, give us a taste. Um, like just as example, like what do you mean when you say that? The just, killing of Fredo was something that was highly debated about amongst people that read the book, sure. read the Godfather trilogy. Um, in the movie, for example, he kills Fredo, and Mario Puzo is like, "You can't have him kill Fredo. You can't have him kill Fredo." And for all the reasons uh, Francis Ford Coppola explained, was like, "We have to do it in a certain thing. It really does pain him to do it." And the the compromise they came up upon, and I'm not going to get into all the reasons because I don't know them. I'll just misquote it. Sure. But ultimately, Francis Ford Coppola explained to Mario Puzo, the author of the book, why it worked, and Mario Puzo still has some backlash against it and all this. Like, ah, I don't wish I would have done it. The one thing they could agree upon was. He's not going to kill Fredo until his mother dies. Right. And if you think about what that means, just that little decision that is made, that is a bold move to go, he's going to kill his brother. Doesn't in the book. Going right. to kill his brother. Right. And he's, he's already made the decision. He's already like committed the, the, the murder in his mind. And, that, and for that, so they say in like a relationship, and this is not obviously a broad stroke, this is a very broad stroke. I'm painting with a very wide paintbrush here, but like, when women break up, they broke up long before the actual day they right. said, I don't want to be with you anymore. Typically. Right. Right. Men, it's right. like, hey, we're done. You know, typically. I'm not, again, not a one for one thing. Typically, that's what it is, though. For him to go on his business and fake jacks with him had to be one of the most painful things ever to talk himself in and out of that. And that's something you would never know about that character, knowing that he actually decided a long time ago. And I've known also the subtleties of when he finally kisses him and says, like, I know it was you, Fredo. Right. To have someone and give them the opportunity to be honest. We've all been there. To sit right. there and say, like, I'm going to give you the opportunity to be honest. And then watch that person fail. The moment of, like, fuck, man. Like, I'm doing this for you. I already know the answer. So, I say all that to say. And it's, it's by no fault of Lord of the Rings. But in terms of a movie, which, obviously, the first one won Best Picture. Can't say that about the other. To be able to follow up a Best Picture winner with another Best Picture is right. fucking unprecedented. Which I'm slam dunking on this. It's Godfather well, Two, except I'll for with the Godfather Two, which won Best Picture. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> and Lord of the Rings, by no fault of its own, does not carry the same amount of subtlety. That is that is given the oppor- the opportunity is not there for the same amount of subtlety and things like that. Sure, that is presented in the Godfather. The one thing I will say, the one thing that really comes comparable is the true struggle of. And the decency of Samwise is truly, truly, truly underrated. He's the most de- he's the most decent of them all. Like, if you really think about it, it should be him that carries the ring. Like, he doesn't have the temptation of Frodo. Frodo has this kind of like Samwise is the guy that's like, dude, I am going to pull you out of this trench. Like, no matter right. what you do, no matter what you say, even when you're a dick to me, I'm going to res- like reciprocate with kindness. And that's the only person in that movie that is like has the real subtlety when you think about the weight being bared. Yes, there's a lot on Frodo. There's a lot on Frodo. Oh, why was I chosen? It's the Jesus complex. Sure. And it's like you're chosen because you're forgettable. And he's like, who's... But, but it's it's one of those like who who has the bigger burden? The the guy carrying the cross or the guy carrying the guy carrying the cross. Right. You know? Right. It, it's it's again, it, it is a moral struggle. However, I just think Godfather is it, it's just a better movie in every way. Again, it, it's one of those where, like, going up head-to-head in every category, Godfather 2 wins. It's, it's okay. better cinematography. It's better character development. It's better plot design. It's better script writing. It just it wins in every category. Now, had it gone against anything else, maybe not. But okay. I think just 
comparatively, in a one-for-one one scale, Godfather 2 wins. Anything you want to say about Lord of the Rings, Matthew? Uh, no, but I would like to talk about Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's like, can we move the bracket and put Fury Road? <laughs> sure, why not? Man? I drew a whole ass poster for Fury Road. He did. There's waterfalls. There's a waterfall, like the kingdom, and it has all the water, and there's like Crumb Valhalla, and he's like sprayed his face, and then fucking a Morton Joe, and he's like driving, and there's like an engine spitting fire. There's a polecat over here. See that guy? He has a. Matthew's little labels polecat, water, spray paint. It's great. It's great. So, yeah, Matthew, Matthew <laughs> chained out entirely. <laughs> Matthew churning in his fucking inner Jack Kirby. Uh, but, no, nah, did you want to say anything about Lord of the Rings, though? Before I mean, because it, it's moving off, and this is kind of the year. No, I, I think I said everything I have to. Um, Samwise comes around totally. Um, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Moving on. Moving on. We have The Empire Strikes Back versus Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I think this is actually not a good matchup, personally. The next one? Uh, yeah, I think the one bracket was a little weaker than we thought. I think we had some upsets early that uh, <laughs> Pit Empire. Uh, it's fucking tough, man. So, I don't know. I, my vote is for Empire, but I don't know. There's there's flaws with Empire, though. There's a lot of flaws with Empire. So, the bracket is Empire versus... Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Terminator 2. Ah. To me, it's Empire, and I mean, but there's flaws with it, and there's flaws with Terminator 2. I just don't think that, I think T2 was more of a Cinderella story than I thought, but I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm shitting on T2. It's a fucking great sequel. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's a fucking great sequel. Yeah, I'm shitting on it for no reason. Yeah. No, it's a fucking, it's actually a really strong contender. It deserves to be in the top 10 greatest sequels of all time, like, unquestionably. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's Empire, though. I can expand upon it upon y'all's, T, well, I don't know, man. T2, when you think an Arnold Schwarzenegger... That that is like all the cliche. It stemmed from that. Sure. Like, granted, was he in action movies beforehand? Yeah, but like all the one-liners and all the corny '90s shit. Like it was so heavily imitated. Like First Blood was one thing. But like when you think about Arnold Schwarzenegger's career being launched, like it was Terminator One was yeah, it was a hit. But like Two was like what put him to a mega star. Oh, yeah, like, he was yeah. the biggest star on the planet for yeah, many many years. That's that's what catapulted him into stardom. But in the yeah. same breath. That's also what catapulted Star Wars into into stardom is is like one was this really niche, uh, you know, out of left field hit that nobody ever saw coming, and then in in terms of the studio coming back and being like, hey, can you do that again? And he went, yeah, sure, but I gotta bring in a new director and a, a new editor, but uh, I'll be willing to do that. Sure, I I got a lot more stories I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which vote that was for, or which which side of the argument you were. <laughs> it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Empire. I, I again, I think that in terms of expanding the lore and setting up the setting up the the the, the first movie as as a continuation and, and 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 really expanding on on character development and and everything that we learned in the first movie and came to appreciate. We get more of that in the second. It's going to be Empire. I think it just does a better job. I, essentially, I think Terminator Two is kind of just more of the same from the first one, which is great because the first movie was was awesome. But ultimately, I think that's where it fails. Is 
it's just it's the same movie but just done more yeah but 90s style bro yeah <laughs> 90s style I don't know what's your thoughts Matthew I'm, I'm a little I, I think I'm gonna go Empire and I cause they're both the same movie again okay <laughs> I, the, the problem with Star Wars and Terminator is you have one fucking story that you can tell. Sure. It doesn't really matter. They don't. They never expand on it. And you can fight me on that. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. Um, it does. Two is just a lead up to the third one, which is like, hey, let's blow up the Death Star. Yeah, again. Again. If they would have started with that, it'd be different. But T2 does the same fucking thing, too. Like, here's a new robot. It's cooler and it's liquid metal. Right. In all fairness, though, it's it pretty is way cooler. cooler. It's very cool. Um... <laughs> Way cooler. I, but I think I'm going to go Empire, personally. Okay. Yeah, I, again, I think I think Terminator 2 is deserves a spot in it, but I mean, it's, it's fucking Empire. I just, I was afraid it was going to come down to this, because all these brackets come down to this shit. Yeah. So we right. have Empire yeah. moving on. That's where we're at. This is, it, this, is, this is the hard part of it, is like, now we're just having to kill off our darlings, basically. Yeah. It's... it's I love this movie, but I also love that movie. Oh shit. Well, what I was trying to, not really actively trying to prevent, but I just had a feeling, because they're so good, and if you go online and you look at like, hey, what are the best sequels of all time? Usually it's one of these in the top three. It's like usually Aliens, Bride of Frankenstein. So our final matchup comes down to what some people would say are the best two sequels of all time. <laughs> and it is Godfather 2 versus The Empire Strikes Back. Is that where we're at? That is the final That's matchup. That's it. This is the this championship. Is the, final so the championship. Anything you want to say, say now. There is no... Ladies and gentlemen. This is the hard work uh, come to fruition. Ah, man. Man. I can, man. I can make an argument both ways, and I don't think either one is the wrong answer, truly. I mm. think... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, 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 I was going to agree that I think both of these are the quintessential perfect sequels in terms of they they give us more of what we want from the first and it's it's an expansion of of the things we already know and have come to expect but they're done perfectly it's not like it neither of these movies is is trying to like just spoon feed us or or just 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 give us the things we want it's giving us the things that we want but also like more than we thought we wanted. I think what you're trying to say is they both respect us as an audience. Which we're not down with. We're not down with here. (laughs) And I'm going to do the family guy joke. You know my problem with Godfather? It insists upon itself. (laughs) What does that even mean, Peter? I don't know. It insists upon itself. That's right. No, they both, I think, do respect us as an audience and it's not just like they both expand the lore so much. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the idea of Vader being his father is... I mean, if you're talking about movie reveals, like, the only thing that might top it is, like, in terms of, like, twists, like, that's kind of, like, the one. That's, like, the standard. It's, like, fuck. You got that, like, the first time Jaws popped out of the water. Right. You're, like, oh, we're gonna, like, but even that's not really a twist. You knew what it was. Like, in terms of, like, the M. Night Shyamalaning of it, that's, that's what it was. Even though it's not really a twist. It, it also doesn't make a ton of sense, but it's it's fine. What, Vader being his father? Yeah. It wasn't set up for that, and then they kind of, like, twist a... Yeah. It doesn't really... You mean, like, a shoehorn in a little bit? Yeah. They just kind of decided on that in the second movie, and it wasn't set up in the first movie to do that. Yeah, it wasn't. It was It did... Oh, okay. See, now we're talking. This is why you're right. Because now we're talking. 
because if we're talking sequels, this did it's, the this it's a twist that you don't expect because it wasn't set up as the answer to anything, right? I, I see what you mean. It, it it's it's creating a problem that wasn't there before. In fact, it created more problems sure, just in the sure. lore of but again, Star that's, Wars, that's which kind is of what the you, Star Wars problem. That's that's kind of what you want in a sequel is is to like. We already are familiar with the plot of the first movie. Now, here's how we complicate things by... Is Leia Luke's sister? Is Darth Vader his father? Luke loses his hand. Han Solo's in carbonite. He's already, you know... Leia and, and, and Han have already admitted that, that they love each other. You know, they, they've had a real, like, will-they-won't-they they for the past yeah. movie and a half. Uh, it, it's pretty hard to beat in terms of... Every single character development that we want to see happens. It, but but not that we want to see it, but like they give us more of an expansion on those characters and, and delving deep, you know, deeper into their own motivations. You know, like Han Solo in the first movie only took the 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 Death Star run job because well he was going to be a general and they were going to pay him and. Now in 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 Empire, he's going out and saving Luke. It, you know, it, it opens with with Han going to save Luke because that's his best friend now, and he feels some sort of dedication to both Luke and Leia, and in in a little bit the Resistance. Like he's moving away from being this rogue pirate, you know, into like an actual leader of men. Um, you know, Leia Organa expands on her role as being a general and 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 uh being being a real force for change and revolution luke expands on on being a, a jedi and, and continuing his training from obi-wan to yoda faces his own demons ah man which is the is... low part of the movie which make, brings the movie to a screeching halt when he goes in the tree uh-huh. It, it I'm not and I I understand why it's necessary, but it fucking makes no sense. And like, oh it's so deep. Like it's really not. It just makes no sense. It's like, oh, you must kill yourself, and it, it's like this foreshadowing of the dark side which he has in him. And it's like they do a shitty job of, of conveying that on film. They you have to know what happens next in the movie well, there was a and book in the third movie called The Monomyth. Uh the hero of a thousand faces and sure. they, let's let's do that in space. <laughs> yeah. So that had to do a lot of that stuff. So is it smarter? Really fucking dumb. I don't know. Uh, he he does bite from the best though. If that's one yeah. thing he bit, he yeah. also bit from Kurosawa because really, yeah. let's be real, it's Hidden Fortress. Yeah, it's like, really it's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. which is yeah. not. It is kind of a knock against him, but it's at the same time. Like if I hear a brilliant quote, and then I'm in an applicable situation, and you see the value of that quote in that situation, it's like good for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, you can't knock somebody for that, but you can at the same time. I also want to. Congratulate you for using applicable in the appropriate. Oh sense. yeah, check that. <laughs> Marcus Dudley uses an SAT word he could probably use in context, but anyway. Um, all right, but you were talking earlier about something I really want to go back to. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying about the expansion. It gives us more. It, it is true character development that we didn't know we needed and love for it. Right. Check that box. It's hurt. It does do something. I want to go back to Matthew's point, and that's a check against it. The Cardinal said, "What's our biggest problem with the entire Star Wars franchise?" Just one story. Not only that. It's one story about in a galaxy with trillions of people about one fucking family. Yep, the Skywalker family. And the Skywalker family. Yep. While it's dope that, that Vader's his father. And it's convenient. It's convenient, right. How, that started a... Re, which, ultimately, it started the thing that ruined the franchise. 
because and I don't blame the well was obviously not dry then and it's brilliant when you get the I am your father but if it was not for that everyone's a fucking Palpatine everyone's a Solo everyone's a Skywalker and I understand it's the Skywalker saga like yeah, we don't give a fuck it's like a Wagner uh, fucking like uh, the Valkyries and Parsifal and shit like that it's Siegfried and then it's Sigmund and then Siegfried again and it's they're uh, did I lose you? A little, a little bit. Okay, so Wagner, Kurt Wagner, who wrote uh, Parsifal, Gatardomeron. Is that a Nightcrawler? <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote some things. <laughs> he, he was a playwright. <laughs> he did Flight of the Valkyries and a ton of other stuff. It, it was uh, it's a trilogy and then followed with a prequel of uh, Nebul- Ring of Nebelung, I think, which was the prequel of it but it's about Siegfried and his dad Sigmund and it just goes back and forth between them where they do the same story twice okay okay and uh Siegfried gets a sword that his daddy gave him and he reforges it and then literally when he gets to a certain point he tosses that sword out the window and picks up another sword so it's like Force Awakens meets yeah. like yep. A New Hope meets Soul Calibur yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it, it, it fucking happens over and over again and so like if you want to say oh that's what makes Empire so fucking genius you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it, the well one runs dry, and it ran. You're right there. It shoehorned something in, and then it's like, let's beat the shit out of this. Let's like, do it again. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, arguably, Godfather Two is about one singular family. Hold on. I mean, I, 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 going I mean, into it, 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 it's by design. Like it's, it's about the Corleone family. Yeah, so yeah, To yeah. branch out of that would be pretty fucking stupid. No, no, I, I, I agree. But I mean. To say that, I mean, ultimately, Empire is about the Skywalker family and its and its legacy. So yeah, but I mean, here's the thing: is like if we're talking the same thing, Godfather Three is actually not that bad. I mean, there's really bad parts of it. Sure, but like Godfather Three is only bad comparatively to Two. But then they're done. All right, like they kept it going. Like one, two, three, four. I mean, granted, it's a much higher grossing franchise, but like. Really, if you just like we were talking about with Jaws two, like you can, Jaws two was arguably the worst sequel because it didn't respect its audience. We're going, right. we're going to do a fucking cash grab, right. and everything past that point, movies started doing that. They're like, oh, we can spend less money. We have the bought in audience. Fuck them. Like Empire, in in terms of the the Skywalker thing, did that too. They're just like, fuck it, it's all Skywalkers. It's like, oh, they're Kenobis then. Okay, right, well, they're right, not Kenobis. Right. Uh, they're Palpatines. Like, yeah, and the robots are literally the robots built by... Yeah, it's like... And so, while Empire... For, I'm not blaming it for for that, because when it did come out, it was groundbreaking, but, like, it's slow. It's really fucking slow, man. Like, it, there's... we, we Compared to Godfather 2? It, <laughs> it, yeah, that's true. But I don't think Godfather 2 is that slow, though, personally. I really don't. I don't think it's action sequences, but I think this. I know it sounds like stupid, like film noir, or like film study bullshit, but like it's in the the presentation of it. It's all like sure the the subtlety is what it's about, and like the parallels that you see of this man questioning what is his legacy. And I guess like they do it better in that movie than it took for nine other fucking Star Wars movie to talk about legacy and to touch on it. And what am I leaving behind? What do I come from? What am I doing with it? And what is it? It's the philosophy of we only have three days. We only have yesterday to to learn today what our mistakes were to apply it for tomorrow. And that's what Godfather 2 is all about ultimately. So you, you think, only so have you think Godfather days. 2 is, is a little bit more succinct in terms of like it explains everything that that Star Wars was trying to explain over nine movies 
but they get it in the second movie. I, I can in see my that. opinion, yes. I, I can see that, opinion, for sure, yes. for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it is slow, I'll give you that, but like, again, the subtleties of the performances and things like that, it, I mean, it, it's fucking, it's a, again, it's, it's, the first one won a best picture, and then you sequelize it, everyone's like, that's, some people say the greatest film of all time. Some people just critically would say The Godfather is the greatest film of all time. Mm-hmm. To follow that up with something that people could say, oh shit, maybe it's the second one. Right, it's like, right. I, and I hear I don't you. Know. It's, it's I, tough, man. F- again, it, this this is the tough dichotomy for me because it comes down to like, if you ask me which one I think is a better film, it's Godfather Two. Now, if you ask me which one do I want to watch right now, it's going to be Empire, time and time again. See, I'm a weird dude though, as I can put on like bummer shit at like three in the morning and be like, that was brilliant. <laughs> Or we like in a great mood. Like, let's watch Flight about an alcoholic who almost kills everybody on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I this this is this is the tough decision it comes down to me is like I think Godfather's a better film. I think that Empire is a much more enjoyable film. So well, yeah, which one? Which one? Makes... I think you just said Godfather is a what a better film. And what is our thing? What is the best sequel of all time? So then it just becomes a nuance of what do we consider to be the best of, and what does it mean to be a sequel? Is it what it does for the franchise? Is it what's more watchable? And that's right, that's right. what we're here to decide. I hear you. But you just said it though. Let that let that ring. You just said I think that is a better movie. Matthew thoughts. And I know you're not as familiar with Godfather Two. I'm not. Uh, it's been is, a really fucking long time since I've seen it. Which is an argument against it, quite frankly. Um, I I, I personally I. Think- <laughs> gonna go empire <laughs> personally okay it's just a funner movie okay like in terms of it, it's the one that you want to see like again like which which movie do you want to put on on right now i well i think there's a, a testament to be made for the star wars franchise throughout the years and the zeitgeist of society you know and how it's entered our culture and godfather doesn't have that you have a bunch of fucking film nerds that are jerking off to about (laughs) the godfather for 35 years which is what i've been doing this whole yeah yeah i i I get it um that's not what people want to fucking watch (laughs) so it's so for you it's more about like uh and i'm not i'm not a popcorn movie guy to be honest, I like a slow burn, all that shit. I know this is not representative of what I normally watch. <laughs> this is the exception to the rule. Yeah, uh, but Empire is a lot more fun than Godfather 2. I get you, though. In terms of, like, people would say, like, personally, they would say, oh, Citizen Kane is the greatest yeah. movie of all time. I've never I, seen I, it. I, I have no interest in child. I don't fucking remember it, to right, be honest. Right. Yeah, it's like what you're supposed to say. And we've been trying to avoid that. Well, like, people would say, if you look critically, like, Bride of Frankenstein is the greatest sequel of all time. Like some people have said that. You can I'll let you do your own research. Things like Empire, a couple of them, whatever. Or it's like on the list, but like to us, it's not. So your argument of like what's in the cultural zeitgeist far more, yes. But you're right. To a certain group of people, though, like what you said is all like again. I'm not saying I'm one of those people. I'm kind of close. But like what you said to some people would be blasphemy. Like in terms of a film being made, they're like fucking Empire's trash comparatively. <laughs> like, but I hear your point though. It's it's a valid point though. I go around and go to a fucking campus and take a fucking uh, quiz and just ask random people, have you seen Empire? And then ask them if they've seen uh, Godfather 2. And I fucking guarantee, even go to a film class, mm-hmm. and I bet more people have seen fucking Empire than they have seen Godfather 2. A numbers game? I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
I personally am going to go Empire. Wow. Okay. All right. So that's the first vote for Empire to go ahead. I'm I'm on Godfather 2. I'm just being real. I think it is the greatest sequel of all time. And uh, I think... I know I'm not... It's not a knock against. There's been plenty of movies that I'm not as familiar with. But I think if you guys were to go back and watch Godfather 2... And you're right, Matthew, what you're saying is you, you have to be kind of into the film. And if you're not, then you're like, man, fuck this movie. It's boring. But I think if you can like watch it with a critical eye, then I think you would probably be in agreement. But there's also something to be said. That, like, dude, I remember Empire. I haven't seen it in 20 years. I remember it. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I'm still on Godfather 2, but I, I understand the reasons. So Matthew, it's going to come down to me, huh? Matthew Rayson, valid points to oh, and against man. Empire. All right. So... In thinking about this, I'm going to go with Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> Mad Max comes back. <laughs> Wild uh, card. <laughs> Robocop 2. That's right. <laughs> Maniac Cop 2. Uh, as much as I hate to do it, and, and I again, it, it comes down to which is a better film. I think Godfather 2 is a better film. But you ask me which one's a better sequel in terms of setting up hype. Oh, man, I, I got to go with Empire. I think Empire is so much more memorable and, and, and holds such a special place in my heart that, like, Godfather 2 is a film lover's movie, whereas Empire is much more, I think, accessible to the general public. Um... And that has to count for something in terms of it doesn't necessarily have to be the most erudite. It doesn't have to be the most, you know, critically acclaimed. There's got to be something just for being said about being a good movie, a good, enjoyable movie. And I think that Empire has that in spades. But again, I don't feel happy casting away Godfather 2. I think that I'm going to get a lot of flack for it, but I think ultimately Empire might be the victor in this. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The Empire, Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back, has been decided by your loving Dudley Brothers as the greatest movie sequel of all time. We just want to say you're welcome. For doing the hard work. <laughs> this was hard. Yeah. We, we want to say it. I feel, I feel empty inside. Yeah. We put, <laughs> we put liquid paper on a B and it died. But to, uh, re, to re-hit the news cycle, Empire Strikes Back beats out The Godfather 2 for the greatest movie sequel of all time. We could say probably top five would be Godfather 2. Oh, yeah. Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max and Aliens probably something there. I think that's Some a pretty, uh, that's a pretty uh, strong top five contenders, yeah. Our final four was Godfather 2, The Empire Strikes Back, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and Terminator 2. Not a bad list. I, yeah. Not a bad I, list. I think we got it. So, all right. Well, y'all heard it. Um, that's going to do it so, for this episode. Congratulations to Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the bracket, Michael Matthew? Before we I added Charlize, Charlize Theron. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, I'm going to go say, uh, go watch Mad Max and talk about it with somebody that you love. <laughs> oh, man. Matthew, you want to sign out? or? Uh... Um, yeah, it was good to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, brother. Yeah, Thank you, fun. as always. Thank you. Um, cool. Well, uh, go watch a movie.
and talk about it with somebody that you love. And then bring in a third opinion. Why not? <laughs> that was good.
they 